Welcome to Long Perth Live here, episode 114. I'm your host, Tim Bartz. And I'm Sarah Davis. Co-host. Co-host. Hopefully audio is doing well here. We had a little technical difficulties uh, there getting started up. That's why we're about 30 seconds late here. Um, but hopefully everything is sounding good. So let us know if you can't hear us. I did have some issues on Friday and on our member live. But uh, audio was looking like it was good. And uh, this is on a camera angle. That's the difficulty we're having is I couldn't go with both cameras for some reason. I don't know. I'll figure that out. Anyway, so that's all right. There you go. Not a big problem, uh, but audio is echoey, it says. A little bit tinny. Interesting. Oh, you know what? I couldn't pick my audio. So oh. let me go in here. That's where I was having issues. Your eye it won't. It won't let me. Feeling there? All right. Maybe they can hear me because now we're going off of my mic. Off your computer. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Introductions. Like what? How do you do? I'm usually in here finding members. Well, I can start with members, and then you can do all your introduction stuff. Yeah, okay. do that. So we'll start with members. And because you're not in there, I don't have the banners. That's okay. All right, so to start this off, we have Niles. It says, clear audio from Sarah. Yes, because we have one mic on. Um, let's see. Well, it's not that my mic is better. It's that we have my mic on my computer going and his are off. Thank you. We have Ridgeview. Says we love the hat. Yep. Felt like a hat kind of day. We have Steve P. Who else? Sean Watkins says, hey, everyone. Kevin Ryan saying, hey, y'all. Yeah, Mark Meyer, did he pick up his or is he is his coming in? Not yet. Or is his coming in? Uh, Jack Evans. So audio on my end sounds like an echo. Yeah. All right. We have Tim Freeman. I believe you are in Hawaii right now. Let's see. Jack Evans. Interesting topic tonight. Glad Tim is going to talk about the rebel. I've been trying to follow on the live website, but hard to understand the scoring. Still very cool. The scoring is a little bit different. So. All right. Hello, everyone from Dade City, Florida, from Lene. Great weather here today, 69, starting tomorrow. We'll begin the climb back up to the 80s. I don't know what our weather's going to be like here. Uh, we have Steve P. Hey, from Phoenix, 104 degrees. No, thank you. I'm happy with our 60-degree weather right now. Although it is, we are in the Kansas part of weather where you have to wear a 
jacket or two to get to work. And then by the afternoon, you're wearing a t-shirt. All right. Let's see. Who else we got in here? Do, 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 do. We got Roy Robbins saying good evening or beautiful evening. All right. Are we... Still working on it? I don't know. All right. Well, I made it all the way to the top. Right. Just trying to find comments. We have Kevin Ryan. Found out today my Atlas Blue Trimmer is being built on 1026. Can't wait. Any idea when I might get it? Don't know. Okay. All right. Yes. So I got. I have the schedule now, guys. All right. So um, if you would like, if you're probably watching tonight on the live stream with us on YouTube, if not, you're probably listening to us on the podcast. If you would like to listen to the podcast, you can find us on most streaming services under Ford Video Guy, um, except Apple. Apple does not doesn't i don't know we don't like or it doesn't like us apparently um let's see join the lawmat crew uh, membership um we don't have those but we'll do this so if you would like to become a member all you have to do is go down to where it says subscribe and hit the join button um at that point it'll bring up a window that shows you all of the benefits to becoming a member with us and then you can join from there. Um, it is $4.99 a month. If you are an iPhone user, you have to do things differently. Again, we don't have our graphic this time. Uh, but if you question on how to do things, you can go back to a previous live stream and see it there. So you're going to go to your web browser, go up to the link, and hit the big A and little A, and request desktop browser. From there, you should be good. I feel like I need to... There we go. Okay, I feel better now. Um, let's see. We've done our member shout out. Uh, don't forget, we do have merch. We have Ford Video Guy merch. The link is down below in the description. Or uh, you can go to any video except the live stream. Um, go to any video and it should be linked down there and you can actually see examples of our merch. Um, Let's see, recent videos, we've done a lot of Super Duty. Week before we were doing Lightning. Is that what I did last week? Yeah, <laughs> I did the editing on. Um, so last week we had Lightning go live. This week we had, we we're working on Super Duty. So we had the XLT and Lariat go live yesterday and today. And then the rest of this week uh, we'll continue on with Super Duty. Um, channels we support. Um, I know, is it Bird Dog Overlanding? Um, Johnny's Car Care and Reviews, Bronco Nation. Um, who am I forgetting? RagnarCon. RagnarCon. Can't forget him. Right. So I don't know if our mic's on or working or not. Do you want me to mute mine? 
Yeah, me too. All right. All right. So, how does our audio sound now? Can you hear us? Yep. So, still, those, for some reason, StreamYard is not allowing me to pick my audio source whatsoever. So, we might be using the mic right from that camera right there. Um, and if your mic was sounding better, we could switch to your audio. But so see how everybody's sounding? Says it sounds good. We so, know it's still the, the wrong one. It won't let us choose. Anyway, still wrong mic, he says. Okay, we'll want to go with it for tonight. I don't know. It was working fine. My All five of my videos I recorded yesterday. Right? Yeah. And I think it was working fine until we jumped in tonight. So it's kind of weird. All right. So anyway, all right. I already said your sounds name good. right. Now. All right. So Rizvi says sounds good. So we'll just see how it sounds there. Go from here and uh, go on. So uh, thanks, Sarah, for, for going through all that. Um, do we have any good dealer moments for this week? I do. Let me pull up my email. I emailed it to myself. All right. Good. <laughs> Uh, this is from Jim Beezer on Maverick Truck Club. He said, I had the best experience ever buying a new truck. John Kennedy Ford in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. No games at all. Everything that was promised was delivered. Only problem, 562-day wait. Uh, not the dealer's fault. Uh, supply issues, very happy. No um, add-ons or silly add-ons. Um, they gave him the private offer, the $500 rebate, and $500 Dealer cash could not be happier. So, so. Well, dealer cash would be anything. On the back end. What did they? They just they just said five hundred dollar dealer cash. So, um, yeah, that could be something that his uh, dealer did as a you know sorry for you you know taking five hundred and sixty two days. So, but John Kennedy Ford in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. There we go. Cool, cool. All right. I don't know if the audio sounds any better, but I did have the mic turned off because I didn't want it to echo. So maybe it sounds better now. So, or not. <laughs> Someone said, Rich, you, you sound perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I might need to um, actually. Um, if there was echoing, maybe it's pulling it right back through. Mm. But I do have this turned off. So let me just turn that down just to make sure. But okay. um, I miss it too. All right. We'll see how that works because that's the monitor. So anyway, so. Sorry, guys. Oh, well. We'll have it anyway. figured out hopefully by next week. Yeah. So. Now they had the Farm Bureau and then another 500. So I'm guessing it's. I um, bet they didn't call it dealer cash. It's price protection. No, they did the price protection and the $500 rebate for Farm Bureau and then another $500. Yeah. So that would be dealer incentive. So they just did that. They, that dealer may have been promoting, you know, $500 off if you order with us or something. So. Yeah. Something happened. All right. So let's get into uh, scheduling information. And uh, so while I'm curious whether or not they these mics aren't working. There's no reason for us to put them by our mouths. I don't know. <laughs> Surely it's coming through the mic, but uh, maybe there was an echo because of 
you know, yours getting over now, yours is muted. So I don't know. Anyway, all right, we're going to get into the scheduling notes now. Uh, here we go. All right, so we're going to get in the, uh, we only have the one camera tonight, so uh, we're going to get into scheduling information here. And, uh, yeah, we only have one camera and the mic is going wonky. Yeah, so weird. Um, and this is it's the browser, so I don't know if they're just having issues or what. But all right, so uh, we're going to get into it. This week, uh, you know, there's a lot of plants that are down. We have three plants that are down right now. So we have uh, the Michigan Assembly Plant, which was where they make the Bronco and the Ranger is down. They're on strike. Um, Chicago Assembly is on strike where they make the Explorer. And the Super Duty plant where they make, um, or Kentucky Truck plant where they make the Super Duty and the Expedition, uh, they're on strike. So we have four, five models that aren't going to be scheduling because they're on strike right now and they're not producing. So, uh, so this may not take too long uh, because of that. So let's dive in here and talk about this. So 2024 Mustang. Uh, actually, before we get do, go, going on that, uh, let's put this up here. Uh, in fact, you know what, I might um, put this up and then I'll just go along and you guys can just kind of read along with that. So that way when kind of talking with some of these, you guys kind of know, um, actually, I'll just read through it real quick. So order banks are where you place your orders, whether stock or retail. Retail order is a customer placed order, whereas a stock order is one that a dealer has allocations. Uh, they can get stock, you know, uh, orders in so they can be put on their lot for inventory, which is what we've had for years. Um, uh, priority codes are priority is given to a specific order. Retail orders are given the lowest priority, which is zero, zero 03 through 19. Uh, stock orders are 20 to 80. So because of that, lower the better. Uh, retail orders are always looked at first. So a, a custom sold order is always uh, looked at by Ford as a priority. Uh, scheduling is where what we're talking about right now, where Ford schedules an order for a production date in the future. So once you place the order in the order bank, not automatically scheduled at that time like tesla does it is actually put in there and then you it gets scheduled out um at that point um you get scheduled at a future date so um and uh production dates are those dates we're talking about so the dates are getting produced so we're going to talk about scheduling from this week ford is going to schedule on thursdays it's usually when it happens for production dates in the future most of the dates we're going to be talking about are going to be in december uh, so that we're looking for December dates and sometimes, some cases, January. Allocations are a Ford, a Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule their orders and they receive allocations uh, by how, how they produce vehicles or how they sell vehicles, I should say. And so it, it's not based solely on their orders they have in the system. It's solely based on how many they sell. Uh, so if they do a really good job of selling a certain model, they're going to get more allocations than maybe another dealer that doesn't sell that model. Um, so we call it an earn and turn, um, or turn and earn, I should say, where you turn the volume, you earn the allocations for more, because uh, they'll continue to give it to dealership that is, is turning. Smaller dealerships will get a smaller amount because they're not selling as many. Bigger dealers that sell more, they're going to give them more, right? Um, constraints, those are options that are in short supply or take longer to build. Uh, capacity is the basically the planned production rate of a given motor trim option sometimes uh, that can be based on supply uh, being given to them by the supplier uh, it could be uh, how long something takes uh, that can come, uh, affect the capacity um, job one and two um, they they divide production runs for a model year within two different jobs a job one and a job two 
Um, right now for 24 model year, we're pretty much talking job one. This is the launch. <laughs> Uh, balance out is the end of production for a particular option model, that kind of thing, the, the end of year uh, production and such. Uh, so that's balance out. So there we go. All right. 24 model year Mustang is what we're going to talk about first. Uh, currently, uh, uh, retail orders in the order bank uh, equals about 861 uh, retail orders in the order bank. So not a lot for that. Um, they are doing job one. Talking about job one and two, right? Job one, balance out scheduling. So they're wanting to finish out. For job one, uh, they're going to do some some changes or whatever for job two, which actually, since this, since 24 model year is a 18 month model uh, production run, I'm actually a little surprised they're already going to job two, um, just because it, it's pretty early still. Um, but anyway, um, so there we go. They're wanting to finish that out. So they're going to be scheduling for build weeks in December and January. So December 4th through the weeks of January 15th. So they're going to schedule a, a big number so that they can, you know, around in January, they could flip that over to job two. Uh, so that gives them some time. So they're going to schedule way in advance. Uh, retail ordering um, restrictions says night pony package is only available for retail orders and the GT performance package only available and uh, for retail orders as well. Um, exhausted availability for the dark horse handling package that actually disappeared there for a while you can couldn't order and, and get a dark horse handling package they said it was going to be like april before they can make those uh, looks like it's going to be earlier there that says dealers should consider removing this option to eliminate delays in scheduling the orders um but you know i had someone ask me uh from another dealer um laura actually uh she's in our live stream sometimes she asked about the dark horse handling package and um, so it says exhaust availability, but as we've known before, exhausted doesn't mean there's no chance. So, you know, if you really want it on there, especially if your customer wants that, you can wait for it, right? Um, possibly. So, but if you get an out, if you earn a dark horse allocation in a month, it has to be used in that month. That's the only, that's the only drawback on that. So um, anyway, so there you go with that. Um, the carbon fiber wheel is exhaust availability, it says. Now, these are options that were supposed to be like late availability options. The dark horse handling package, the carbon fiber pack wheel and such. Um, so now they're just saying they're exhausted. So they are available to be scheduled for production. So that's good. That's good news. But in a very small number, it looks like. Also, exhaust availability for the 20-inch premium paint aluminum wheel. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah. And the order banks are open up still for the 24 model year Mustang if you want to put an order in for it. All right. Uh, 24 model year escape. Um, there's 558 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. 19% of those 558 are plug-in hybrid. And the capacity in plug-in hybrid is like like 9% or 7, 7%, I think. Um, so still within a number that they can probably schedule those. They are scheduling for build weeks, uh, the weeks of... December 4th through December 25th. So uh, order banks are open up right now for 24 model years. So uh, you can place your orders. All right, that's it for escape. Uh, moving on, no other constraints or anything. 24 model year Broncos Sport. There's currently 279 unscheduled retail orders. So not that many. Of those 279, 12% of them are the freewheeling and 12% are Badlands. Um, and so the freewheeling, the capacity is 3% for the model year. Um, so 
you know, that's probably, let's, let's say even the production, let's say they can, they can produce 10,000 in a, in a month, 3% of that 10,000. I can't remember what that number is. <coughs> Three of a hundred, so that's 30, 300 of them. So even if all those were that way, they could schedule them all out. So free willing shouldn't worry about uh, having that should be uh, okay. There badlands the same way. And then there's 0% of the orders that have the black diamond off-road package on it, which hopefully ours will be here from the 23 uh, that we have on order uh, here in the next couple of weeks. We can show people what that looks like and maybe more people want to order it. Uh, but that is uh, something you can order. I think most people, if they're going to, hey, if you're going to take this off-road, then probably not going to take a Big Ben or an Adabanks off-road just by putting that package on there. They actually want the off-road capabilities for the Badlands. So I think that's probably why this package isn't going to be well um, there isn't going to be ordered much because of that, uh, but capacity on that package is 8%. So if you do have one in there, you, you will not have a problem getting scheduled. Uh, limit availability for the convenience package, which is optional on the Big Ben and the freewheeling, as well as the tech package, which is optional on the Outer Banks and the splash guards. I always, as I always say, take off splash guards anyway. And then also exhaust availability for the tire, the T7R tire. I'm not sure what configuration what that goes on but it's the 225 65r17 tire uh, all season tire so uh, would say it's probably not the badlands so um, anyway there you go order banks are open up for the 24 model year um, bronco sport from opening an order in. and with not that many orders you should probably get scheduled pretty quickly all right moving on to the 24 model year edge uh, order banks are open up for that there's about 607 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank not that many um, they are scheduling for production weeks, the weeks of March, not March, uh, December 4th through January 29th. So they're scheduled for like two months here and we are getting close to the end of 24 model year and the close to the end of edge itself. Edge is being sunsetted, discontinued after this model year. Um, the order banks are open right now. Um, so actually it says, uh, retail order banks are closed. Um, I don't think they're closed for all of them. I just think only the ST is closed. Um, anyway, but there you go. Um, yeah, not much to, to talk about there for constraints. There's not really that many with only 607 unscheduled orders. Um, I do have the, the balance out dates going to be in March. So balance out means the end of production. So we're going to stop building these somewhere in March. So if you want an edge, you better get that order in now. A 24 model year Ranger. No scheduling. Um, of course, we know plan is down. They're on strike right now. There's currently 3,309 unscheduled 2024 model year orders in there, plus plenty that are scheduled that are keep getting pushed back um, because they're on strike. So order banks are open for the 24 model year. Uh, so there you go. That's all I have there. Um, so they're not listing constraints on these because they're not scheduling and they're not producing. So. 23 model year Bronco is not scheduling either. Uh, that plant is also on strike. Currently 9,161 unscheduled orders in the order bank. And I don't know when they show this if that's unscheduled 23 or 23 and 24. So I don't know for a fact on that. Um, I will say this, uh, retail, the order banks are open up for 24 model year. Uh, so you can place that order for that. Um, there you go. Um, Moving on, 24 model year Maverick. It is scheduling this week for, um, oh, by the way, there's 35,000 unscheduled orders in order bank now. 
Last week, it was 41,000. So they scheduled over 6,000 Mavericks mm -hmm. for production dates. So they are kicking it at Aramiseo. So, yes. So if any model we can be happy about, uh, it could be the Maverick. And uh, for those of you, there's more orders in order banks, unscheduled orders of any of that than any other model. So if there's anything that needs help, it's that one. So that's good. All right. Um, they are scheduling for build weeks, the weeks of um, December 4th through December 25th. So there you go. Um, right now, currently, because don't forget, the percentage I'm going to tell you about is how many of the total unscheduled orders. So of 35,004 unscheduled orders, 77% of them are hybrid. Um, the, the capacity is 55%. You can say, well, that's off. But remember, 55%, so half of 10,000 every month is 5,000. Is 5, so if they make 10,000 a month, 5,000 of them are going to be hybrid. So you got to look at that number a little differently. So somebody can do the math out there if you want. So 77% of 35,000, what that does that equal? Now divide, now figure out, you can do 5,000 a month, how many months we can have all the hybrid scheduled. Um, so anyway, I do the math, but I don't do math on live video or recording. All right, uh, and 47% of the 35,000 scheduled orders are XL trim. And their capacity for production cycle is 23%. So again, 23% um, total, you know, so there you go, figure that out. Anyway, so that's good. Order banks are open up for that. And there was, I was gonna actually use this as an is it true, but I found a better one. So just so you know, X, you can order an XL. That order bank is not closed. There was a rumor going out that they were closing the order bank on the 13th of last week um, for XL, and that is not true. Um, so, yeah, I actually had two as a truce for this week. So I chose a different one. So I'll just throw that out there. You can order an XL Maverick or any Maverick per se. All right, 23 model year Explorer. Plan is down. 243 unscheduled orders in the order bank. No scheduling this week. Um, order banks are closed, but order banks are open for the 24 model year. They open today. And we're going to talk about the order guides and some things that have changed on that. There's not much has changed. Um, yeah, they didn't kind of like the they did with the 24 edge this year. They didn't even make a color change for this year. Um, Explorers the same way. No new colors, no discontinued colors. It's just a continuation for four, four, four more months of production. That's pretty much all it is. So they're just going to, they're flipping it from a 23 to 24. It's going to look the same. Even sync three still. So, I don't know. Anyway, all right, moving on, 24 model year expedition. There's currently 1,068 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. They are not scheduling. Remember, plant is down. They are on strike. Uh, order banks are open up for the 24 model year expedition. Uh, there are some notes in here just because we, just to remind people on the platinum, you do need to make sure you have the 22 inch wheel and that you have to add that removal option for the multi-contour seats. All right, moving on. 24 model year Super Duty, currently 22,718 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. They are not scheduling. Plant is on strike, as we've mentioned. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, you can order the 24 model year. Order banks are open up. Um, and here's some of the percentages. So of those 22,700 orders, 21% of them are King Ranch. Their capacity is 4%. And I don't know 
what I need to actually figure. At some point, I need to do some research to figure out how many do they normally produce on an average, just so we can have some an idea of how many can get scheduled each month. But 4% um, is their capacity on King Ranch. 27% um, of those 22,700 orders are platinum orders with a capacity, production capacity is at 5% for that. Limited, 14% of those unscheduled orders are limited orders with the capacity being 2%. Um, and then Lariat is probably one of the bright spots here. 15% um, of those orders are the Lariat trim with the, the capacity being 21%. Um, so if you're wanting to think about, you know, maybe could you could you settle for Lariat trim instead of King Ranch Platinum? You can get scheduled a lot faster once they start scheduling again. Um, Tremor, about 11% of those orders have the Tremor package on there. Capacity is 10%, so that's actually not too bad a shape there. Uh, chassis caps. Uh, so if you're looking for one of those, 13% of the orders that, uh, unscheduled orders are chassis cap, but the capacity is 5%, which is similar to Platinum uh, numbers. Um, and then going through some of the other ones, um, since I don't have the constraint list, 26% um, of the unscheduled orders in the order bank are to have the 6.7 liter um, standard diesel engine on there. The capacity is 29%, which is pretty good. 60% um, of the unscheduled orders have the high output diesel engine with a capacity of only 10%. So if any of you could settle for the other, the six seven diesel there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever if you're not going to tow a lot with it and even if you are going to tow uh, you can unless you're really want to put that to the max that have but isn't necessarily needed there's nothing wrong with the 6.7 liter diesel engine um, but there you go um, just just a thought out there um, not asking saying you have to switch just saying that might help um, 10 percent of the unscheduled orders are the 7.3 liter godzilla gas engine 19% is their capacity, so uh, they're within that one too. So the one that's what's skewing on the engines is that high output. Uh, and then 25% of the unscheduled orders have the 19.5 inch tire, which is the tire you get on the F450. Um, so only 2% can be scheduled with that. So the, basically, you're saying what it's saying here is to me is that since that tire is at a 2% capacity, then the F450 is at 2% capacity. Really, because you need that's the tire that is put on every F450. So, um, and then 64% of the unscheduled orders are the fifth wheel prep package, and with the capacity being 26%. So, that's also a thing that if you could do without, you might uh, think about that when they start scheduling again. So, all right, moving on 24 model year F150 uh, is scheduling this week. I don't have numbers on how many unscheduled orders they have because. It said 23 model year, which is only like a thousand. We're moving on to 24. This is the startup for 24 model year. So if you have not gotten your order in and want to, there probably aren't a lot of orders in there. You can get scheduled for the startup for production for the new body style, new redesign, a lot of new, new stuff there. Uh, they're scheduled for the build weeks of December 18th and January 15th. So it sounds like to me the plant might be down somewhere there in there because they're scheduled for different two different times actually i bet you okay i know one of them is for kansas city which starts up in january uh dearborn actually starts up their production in december so that's probably the difference there um and then the order banks are open up for those so if you want to order those 24 model year f-150 lightning so the startup for the lightning as well 
is coming uh, is starting here. Uh, also, same build weeks. It says according to the notes. Um, so, and uh, we know job one is December eighteenth. That's when we're gonna start production for that. So the week of December eighteenth is when uh, they're scheduling for uh, order banks are open up on that as well. Um, place your orders with your dealers. So you cannot order the lightning online right now. The way you order that is through your dealer. Verbally, in person, if you want, go to, um, for us, go to our website. We have build a price on our website, even though Ford doesn't. Build out your configuration. Print that out if you want. Take that to your dealer. That would help them out. So, um, Or if you want us to be your dealer, we'll take, we're taking lightning orders. And we got some huge discounts on them right now. Not to, This isn't always about selling for us, but I'll tell you. Uh, we're, we're like a thousand off on Alpha MSRP on the Pro, two thousand on XLT or Flash, three thousand on Lariat, and four thousand on a Platinum order. So if you want to do that, plus rebates, any rebates that are available will come off of that as well. Um, so that is just our in-house discount. So there you go. All right, uh, twenty-three model year Mach E. Um, this is balance out. Or 23 model year so this is the uh, looks like there's they're trying to schedule out for the end of production so they're scheduling for production weeks of uh, december 4th through december 25th uh, currently only 85 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank right now so you get yourself in line of those 85 78 percent are non-gt all-wheel drive so that's almost 78 orders <laughs> 76 75 um and then 61% of those have the LFP battery. Uh, that's that new battery. Uh, so there you go. So, And order banks are going to be opening up. It says in here, I, I feel like it changes every week. Um, November 2nd is when 24 model year order banks are going to open up. And 23 model year order banks are closed. So at this point, you can't order a Mach-E. So you can't order 23 and you can't order 24 yet. So, all right. 24 model year transit. Uh, they have 8,632 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. They are scheduling for the production week of December 11th, um, which is the startup for 24 model year. Uh, so, and then some of the same constraints are carrying over for 24 that they had in 23. Limit availability for the high res camera, the 360 camera for ice orders, and the transit trail package. Uh, balanced out well this this is notes from last week so disregard that because uh, we don't know because this is all notes from the 23 model year there you go all right so that's scheduling information any okay. questions on that um how's our mic sounding they said it sounds just a little bit better is it so is it coming through our mics i don't know anyway no idea um People are wondering why their Maverick build dates got moved. They got pushed back. So Jan Mazur Smith. Well, I do know that they are going a little later in 23 production. Okay. So that was it was supposed to be like today or yesterday was supposed to be the startup. Yeah, she today was, was supposed to be the startup for 24 model year production, and they're still producing 23s for these last couple of days. Okay, because she was scheduled to the day for 11:10. Oh. I just checked. Well, we we see those. I mean, we well, we've, but she is now is taken off of build to the day. She's now build to the week of eleven twenty seven. So they've pushed them back by two two weeks. Yeah, not everybody probably got pushed back. Not everyone. So they move things around. 
But um, so some people get moved back. Yes. Somebody's going to get moved up. But Jan, that's because, like he was saying, they are going to build a 23 a little bit longer than they but had originally just, planned. Just a couple of days, though. Originally, it was yeah. uh, this week was going to be the startup, um, which was going to be the 16th. And now it's going to be the 19th. It's only three days. So for hers to get moved a couple of weeks is there's probably some other issue there. But so I do know they scheduled a lot of EcoBoost. Yeah. Last week, it seemed like, or they tried well, to. Well, aren't they? So, but I don't know. Isn't UAW striking one of the factories that then affects? No. Okay. So, yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. So, the Kentucky truck plant, there are several different other plants that feed into that plant. And because of that, some of those other factories could get layoffs based on that. And one of those factors is the Chihuahua assembly or engine plant which is what makes a hybrid yes. but that shouldn't affect maverick because since they can still make them the people that are making the engines those engines for the maverick are still going to be working they won't get laid off it'll be the people that maybe make the engines for super duty that might yeah. get laid off right because okay. they don't need to make them for super duty right so technically there will be some layoffs at that plant but the people making the maverick shouldn't get laid off because they actually have yes. something they can do yeah. So as long as they have something to do, they'll do it. Okay. So anyway, um, but it's just, it's hard to tell. We've, we've seen that happen on, on orders before. I mean, last year and usually towards the, the sometimes towards the end of the year, sometimes the startup, we see that shift around uh, because maybe they're, and it could be just a different part, you know, it could have, it probably has nothing to do with hybrid. I don't want to say hybrid. Uh, I threw that out there as an option, but I really don't think that's that's an issue because they're saying the capacity is 55% on hybrid. Um, but I will, I mean, it could be some other part that you have on yours that is, uh, they're not getting in. Like a lot of times the then the um, suppliers will tell them, here's what we can promise, here's what we can deliver to you. And then when they get a little bit closer, they're like, hey, we're a little behind, you know, this and that's going on. And some of the, you know, have, you know, if some of the other plants need some other parts that are made and they're also made for the Maverick, it could affect that because, you know, if they get laid off over there, yeah, it could affect their production too. Right. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. But it's hard to sell. All right. They don't let us know. Anything else? Let me read through this real quick. <clears throat> Yeah, they were talking about the build date. Um, another one with the build date hybrid with Lux and Black Appearance package was supposed to be built with week 1013, currently pushed back to 1030. Someone else with the Lux pack also got pushed back. Maybe it's Lux. Maybe. Um, oh, my 23B Raptor is scheduled for the build to begin on October 2nd. Can you speculate when you think it might be fulfilled? Since Bronco Raptor, the plant's down, yeah. so nothing's happening. So we can't speculate no, in a time frame until the UAW stops with the strikes and they come to their agreement. agreement. Yeah. We can't predict anything. Yeah, there's no... Nothing's going to happen until that happens. And then they're going to we'll start production where they are left off, basically. And then once they actually are up and running, then we'll see everybody's build dates move. Yes. To their where they should be. Yeah. Um, 
Bull says, can you refresh my memory? Will the 25 Explorer be available as ice, hybrid, and EV? Um, I don't believe EV. So Ford is not planning to do what they did to Lightning. The Lightning was a one-off. They're not going to take a vehicle that they currently have and make it EV. So all the future EVs will be their own thing, their own being. They're not going to be... Uh, they might be using platforms, but they will not use, it will not be, hey, that look, I believe that's because it's the got a grill that it's the, the Explorer, so they don't plan to do that. But um, hybrid probably. We'll talk about um, order guides here in a second, and I'll bring up the uh, what they're doing on the 24 model year. But 25 is going to refresh, definitely. Uh, so new, uh, new front uh, should get Sync 4 uh, finally, bigger screens probably, um, that kind of thing. Um, don't know. They haven't revealed that. So they're saying first quarter is the plan to reveal the new 25 uh, model year uh, Explorer. And it should, they're saying it should start up in April or no, April or May. So they said that they, they plan for plant shutdown for two weeks to switch from 24 to 25. Um, but every time they do that, it takes longer than that. Cause I know Mustang wasn't just two weeks. It was a lot longer. It was shut down yeah. before it started back up. So, um, We'll see how that goes, um, but it will be a new redesign. Should be hybrid. I'll tell you, it will not be King Ranch. Or we know twenty five model year would not include a King Ranch or a Timberline. They said. Right. So they said if you want a King Ranch or Timberline or base um, model, then you want to go ahead and order twenty four because those will not be available in twenty five. Now, will they be back in twenty six? Hard to tell. Um, we don't know. I assume so. A lot of times when they have a new startup of a new one, they try to simplify things to get it out so they can produce them quickly, like 24 model year Ranger. Yeah. They did not, they don't have a trimmer uh, for 24 model year. Will they in 20, you know, 25? We hope so. Um, but uh, we hope for them to bring that back and they give them time to have that, um, you know, ironed out and everything. So probably the same thing with King Ranch and Timberline because Timberline's your, in my opinion, Timberline's like your trimmer you know, truck, Timberline for Explorer Expedition and such. So uh, don't, I think that'll be back, but um, yeah, they just want to make sure they get that right. So they're going to see be some things different probably with the motors and stuff, but there you go. But yeah, EVs, future EVs, uh, we're supposed to be hearing something about another EV coming up soon. We'll see. We know we're supposed to be getting a third row EV, so. All right, now let's move on to um, continue moving on through our schedule here. Uh, let's see, going to dealer news updates. Let's go ahead and start that. Okay, I'll just go ahead and do the, and run through these because uh, I didn't give these to Sarah ahead of time to look over. Uh, not really a lot of dealer news updates, just a couple of fun things that I want to go over. Uh, one of them is uh, that um, some of the dealers are struggling to uh, figure out when a Maki shows up, whether or not it's a job one Maki or a job two to know incentives are going off of and such um, and pricing. And uh, so they made a little guide for dealers. So dealers, look on your dealer news updates. Um, there's some information on how to how to tell. Um, I can tell, but <laughs> I'm looking at it, but um, I do. I get more into it. But so they're basically saying a job one is anything built before um, May 1st of 23 was a job one. 
and they will have a mobile power cord will be standard on all those. So if you look at the window sticker, you'll see that there's a three-year Blue Cruise 1.2 that's standard, except for select. Um, so you'll see that in there. Uh, the price will be higher uh, than your other MSRPs. Your Blue Cruise will actually be listed in the uh, standard features under the functional. Uh, they showed a little graph here of that. Uh, job twos will actually show the Blue Cruise 1.3 being in the optional equipment section over there uh, and with the 90-day trial. So that's how you can tell that's a job two is that it's no longer everything has a 90-day trial. Uh, so and then also the, the mobile power cord is optional on those. So that's how you tell that. So um, the 23s, the, the job ones will have more rebate uh, to help bring that price down. Uh, so it's cheaper because uh, the prices did go down on the job twos. So to help with that, we're throwing out rebates like right now 4250 4250 on um, we have two premiums on a lot of rebates and we have ours marked down five grand below msrp on those um because they get some rebates whereas job choose will not at the beginning so there you go so that was put out there for dealers um also um we have four put out some information i think it's kind of funny uh, for to help um, different uh, dealerships sell like accessories, um, they have an accessory program going on right now where they can get extra bonus and kickbacks and cash if they sell um, accessories to their customers upon delivery. Uh, they said Ford accessory ones that are upon the factory don't count. Um, but then this other one, uh, I wanted to kind of the reason I want to bring this up is because I think as a, as you as a consumer, you might make sure you kind of keep an eye on your orders in a sense because this other one is for dealer installed options so trying to get um, dealers to order more dealer installed options for their vehicles and then those are put on at the dealer and then so they're given a, a kickback if they get up to three different dealer installed options they get some extra money per bin for um, the person the inventory manager that orders those um, and um, as i've said try to keep those dealer installed options to a minimum. Um, and I don't know, to be honest, I don't know why a dealer would do that because actually um, they might make some money on it. But what's funny is, is that the service department's going to hate you for it. So because the, the service department has to put those on and if, if, if something takes them an hour to do, Ford may pay them a half an hour of labor for it. Um, so then they're out the half an hour of labor. I know that um, there's some in some situations we've had our person like those bed lights for the Maverick. Um, those first couple to put in, he said it'd take him like eight hours to put one of those in and figure that out and wire it. Have to have they have to he has to run the wire all the way, and that's not easy to do. And it's taken several hours, and they only give him like a couple hours for that. Um, plus, the more of those with the dealer installed options that take a while, the less number of those vehicles they can check in because most uh, dealers, not all of them. Um, sometimes they'll give a tech one of those to, to check in every day. Some dealerships like us will have one particular person in charge of that and they set up all their vehicles. Well, you know, if we have, we just got a two, two truckloads today, two truckloads of vehicles today. Well, he could probably check in almost all of those in one day and get them ready. But if they start having dealer installed options, well, that cuts that time down. So now we have to install this. We have to install that on this particular vehicle. Uh, we know on Broncos, we're going to have to install the hitches in 24 model year. Uh, so, and uh, the, the labor costs, uh, what they give you, give the dealer isn't what 
it really takes. So it's going to take longer for them to put it on than what they actually get paid for. So um, anyway, um, that's why, I mean, that's the only reason we have to ha ask you to, you know, I'd I leave those off. But also, we've just noticed, you know, if you don't have a tonneau cover on your order, it's more likely to get scheduled. Not that it's impossible because they, they can still do so many out there, but they still are going to install those on the Mod Center offsite anyway. Uh, but just something to keep in mind. Uh, the last uh, dealer news update I had before going to the order guide updates is uh, that uh, RTR got first place. So in the drift, Formula Drift this year and a 2024 Mustang. So uh, so Ford and RTR uh, vehicles are celebrating the first place finish at the 2023 Formula Drift after RTR driver Chelsea DeNova finished the season at the top of the podium in the Formula Drift Championship. Uh, they competed with Spec 5 FD competition Mustangs that share the DNA with the all-new 7th Gen 2024 Mustang. Uh, we actually got a chance to see the cars yeah. at RTR plant. We yep. were there, and they were actually taking them apart and getting them ready for the next, uh, the next, uh, um, the next trip there. Or the next race, I guess, at that time, and uh, it was pretty cool to see that and uh, hold uh, one of those carbon fiber drive shafts <laughs> and how light it was in my hand. Uh, but we got a chance to see the ones that they're racing with there. Um, anyway, plus they add they add some more, so not it's not 100% the Mustang. They add on some body panels and such uh, because they're gonna you know they're gonna break them, you know, in those. Um, and they also add additional enhancements, competition enhancements including a 1300 horsepower and enhanced suspension development. So, um, yeah, so they were talking about that. What was it? Didn't they say uh, a thousand naturally aspirated horsepower and then another 300? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they add with nitro. Uh, anyway, um, so they did good. Uh, they have, of course, their drivers are Vaughn Gittin Jr., uh, Chelsea DeNova, uh, uh, Adam LZ, and also James Dean is one of their drivers. So that's pretty cool to see that. And uh, RTR are the one, the guys there. RTR um, are the ones that created your guys' drift brake on the 2024 Mustang that you find in the performance pack. So that drift brake, that electronic drift brake, was created and helped develop by Von Gittin Jr. and Chelsea DeNova. So anyway, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, there you go. So that's it for that for these order guides so let's go over first of all um last week i missed this but the uh, 24 f-150 order guide was updated the only thing that i noticed on it was that they uh, they forgot to mention that they deleted the snowplow prep package <laughs> from the f-150 for 24 model year so that package is no, not available so that snowplow prep package uh gave you some upgrades springs for having that snowplow on the front so that way it didn't bring it down so much and also made it to where you can you could uh, program in that snowplow so that is not uh included this year so i don't know if you're going to be able to put a snowplow on the 24 model year um, yeah. so and then the other one was uh the 24 model year explorer order bank came out today and again as i mentioned no color changes really nothing changed on it whatsoever with the exception of they removed the hybrid hybrid will not be available for 24 model year on the Explorer. So limited hybrid platinum hybrid will not be available. And, uh, Ford, if you watch this, uh, if you're going to bring back the hybrid for 25, you know, which I assume you will, 
make it available on the XLT. I think that's a good idea. I mean, you have somebody has to go clear on up to limited to get a hybrid. Uh, that's really expensive. If you want a, a you know hybrid third row, there's no reason why you can't put that hybrid motor on an XLT. So let's just make it you make it available on about every escape trim level. Why not make it available on the XLT trim? So if you're out there listening, make that hybrid available across the board, uh, other than Timberline. Don't need to make it available on Timberline, but make that available on the XLT, the ST line, um, and the limited and platinum and King Ranch. Or well, we won't have King Ranch next year, but just think about that for 25 mod a year. So just putting that plug out there. We need a more inexpensive third row hybrid because Ford doesn't have one. And so that would be a way to do it. XLT hybrid, you're going to sell them like <laughs> you're selling like crazy. You won't be able to keep those in stock. And as dealers, we need those hybrids because that's how our after allocation counts. <laughs> and so for those of you who didn't know, I didn't mention this last week, but um, Raptor allocations, whether it be for Bronco, F-150, or Ranger Raptors, the formula for the second half of 2024 is going to be based on how well a dealer sells their hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and their full EVs. Yeah. That was a, like a mic drop. It's like, uh, what? So, yeah. So, dealers are going to be frantically trying to sell those Power Boost F-150s out there. Their Escape hybrids, if they can get them. Uh, Explorer hybrid won't be available in 24. Thanks for it. Uh, but, full EVs. Now, I will say this, we did our offer before we knew about this on the, on the Lightning, but uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, heavily discounting our Lightning so that we can continue to be a leader in Raptor sales and get those allocations, but there you go, so throwing that out there. Um, I guess the way I look at it is if they're struggling to sell hybrids, Maverick Hybrid is not considerable that, by the way, so because they can sell themselves. So here, here's my take on that, and I want to show it. I told this to the members on the lot walk the other day. I like, so if Ford's struggling to sell it, then what's the best way to do that? Incentivize dealers to help them sell it by telling them that they're going to get extra allocations or allocations will be based on that. And that's why Maverick's not included, but the ones that they struggle to sell are included. <laughs> anyway, shouldn't have said that. We'll see. We'll see. I'm treading that line. Let's <laughs> see if we get a call from Ford this week. Uh, anyway. All right, uh, let's see what else. Recalls. Ready? You got any questions? You haven't talked for a while. Want to go over recalls? <laughs> I can't if you want me to. Sorry. Don't mind. Talk, you doing good? Yeah. You Talk. do a better job of managing the chat than I do. So yeah. I'll let her do that. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll get into recalls then. Dash cams. Hmm. Good one. The one that I gave you for the, the trail cam is a pretty good one. The one I both use in our personal vehicles. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to go through the recalls for this week. Um, several different customer satisfaction ones. Uh, one safety recall, I believe. Uh, we'll get to those. Um, all right. So we, uh, this first one is a customer satisfaction program 23B as in boy or parts. Uh, five zero. So 23B five zero. Uh, for the 21 to 23 Mustang Mach-E, 22 to 23 model year E-Transit, and 23 model year F-150 Lightning. Charge cord stuck, it says. Reprogram battery charge control modular. So, 
Um, this is a basically available through October 31st of 2024 with no mileage limit. Um, so uh, in effective vehicles, the battery charger control modular um, software does not have a transfer function that predicts the charging port pin terminal temperature. Uh, some customers indicate that their battery may not fully charge and or charge cord may become stuck in your vehicle. Uh, customers uh, may also experience a burning smell, that's not good, or melting of the charge port pins. Um, so you can take that into your dealership and they can take care of that and fix it. Uh, so if it, you know, you don't have to worry about it, basically you don't have to take care of it unless it happens to your vehicle. Um, and if it happens, uh, Ford will take care of it uh, for um, between you have until now and October 31st of 24. So they're probably figuring if it doesn't happen the next year, it's probably not going to happen. So, yeah. Anyway, um, we do. Um, yeah, we have. We actually had a lightning come in today as a recall, but it's not that one. Right? Maybe it is that one. No, it's not that one. Anyway, all right, so there you go. There's that one. Um, I don't know if letters are going to go out. Let's see. Let's look at that. Um, yes. Uh, E-transit owner letters are expected to be mailed the week of October 30th. Dealers should be repair uh, and affect, uh, repair any affected vehicles that arrive at the dealership whether or not the customers received a letter. Mustang Mach-E and F-150 Lightning owners are expected to be mailed out the week of October 30th, 2023 as well. So why don't they just, Okay, the next one is an advanced notice for compliance recall 23, C as in Charlie, 05, and this is supplement number one. So there's already been two supplements to this, or uh, has to, this is, has to do with a related one. This is on 21 to 22 Broncos with the eight inch sync screens. Um, and so this, this has actually been out for a while, but this is an update to that. So what they did was uh, this supplement is to update the dealers on the latest status of the 23C05 and provide clarification as to the planned service actions when software is available. So evidently software is not available yet. Uh, so this say OTA updates started on September 21st uh, 2023, an FDRS solution will be available near the end of fourth quarter of 23. So uh, this in here, uh, basically, uh, the visibility went in for low mode. Um, so I probably don't have to worry about this because I think this has to do with the front camera. The review camera and image display function properly throughout the, the duration of a backing event and properly cease when the backing uh, event ends. Uh, vehicle shifted uh, to a forward gear and the vehicle speed exceeds 10 miles an hour. The black, black or blue screen is then displayed rather than the expected sync screen. If the vehicle decelerates to five miles an hour, the review camera image may reappear on the sync screen with no input from the driver despite the vehicle being in a forward gear. So, so, so there you go. So that's uh, that has to do, there's a related recall that they're kind of going together and it's you know, if you're having issues with that camera, there you go. So, and I don't know about letters, didn't mention anything about letters, but now, so it looks like there are some information on that recall, but all right, this is an advanced notice to a safety recall 23S56 for 21 to 22 model year Mustang Mach E vehicles. And this has to do with the high voltage battery junction box. Um, so 
Um, I feel like this has been out for a while before, but uh, this effective vehicles is 30,013, which is quite a few for 21 and 22 model year. So in effective vehicles, the high voltage battery main contactors may overheat, which may result in a uh, contactor that remains open or a contactor that wield that welds closed. Uh, some vehicles may have received the S the 22S41 software remedy uh, will receive a malfunction indicator lamp when resistance is measured higher than that threshold. And those vehicles will experience a reduction in vehicle power with an uh, average of 50% of its rate, rated power to prevent further damage to the contactors. The vehicle will still be able to be accelerate to highway speeds safely with this power derate. So there you go, you can uh, do that. So uh, anyway, um, let's say in some cases, the 22S41 Remedy has not proactively de uh, detected damage to the contactors on extended range in GT vehicles. This can allow the contactor to uh, weld closed or prevent the contactor uh, from properly closing while driving. So it says if the contactors weld closed while driving upon the next key uh, next key cycle, a MIL will be illuminated. Vehicle diagnostic will set uh, a DT DTC and the vehicle will not start. So good. if the contactors um, are prevented from closing while driving, uh, while diagnostics will set a DTC, a MIL, uh, will be illuminated. The vehicle will uh, display stop safely now, and the vehicle will immediately lose motive power. The vehicle will coast to a stop, and all 12-volt uh, systems, including power brakes and steering, will remain functional. So there you go. So it's not like you're not going to be able to move over. You're going to lose power, but you're still going to have enough power to be able to, to uh, still have power steering and such. So it's like or power brakes and yeah, power brakes and steering. So. There we go. That's a big one. Get that fixed. All right. This next one. Oh, I got two more. All right. This next one is compliance recall 23C23 for 23 model year explorers. Um, and uh, 2,848 vehicles are affected by this one. Uh, so the reason for this recall is some of the affected vehicles may not conform, uh, conform to the requirements specified by the photo federal motor vehicle standards um, field of, for the field of view. When the vehicle is placed in reverse, the rear view camera may display a blue rear view image on the sync screen, which can increase the risk of crash. So, and then the letters are gonna go out the week of November 6th. So um, yeah, which is crazy because this is real similar to the other recall about the backup camera, which they have a fix for. So. Uh, anyway, but these must be a different set of vehicles or something. So, all right, this last one is customer that we have that's affected by this that just arrived today. Tw 23 model year F-150 Lightning um, for 929 vehicles are affected by this. And so this has to do with electronic cabin coolant heater replacements. Some of the affected vehicles may not conform to the uh, requirements of the photo federal motor vehicle safety standards. Um, for windshield defrosting and defogging systems. The electronic cabin coolant heater modular uh, may have a missing solder joint, uh, which uh, can result in an intermittent 
or no windshield defrost and default functionality. Lack of a functioning windshield defrosting and defogging system may decrease the driver's visibility under certain driving conditions, increasing the risk of a crash, of course. All right, so uh, letters, owner letters will be, owners of record will be notified via first class mail after repair instructions and parts ordering information has been provided to dealers. Um, there's no information yet. This is an advanced notice. No information yet when the parts can be available. So we have no idea when our customer can take delivery of theirs. It just arrived today. All right. One of our members. Tim. Um, oh, that's what he said he knows. Yeah. But I, he's actually in Hawaii. So he's in Hawaii on vacation right now. So he's not too. He doesn't. He lives in Hawaii. Wait. Is that the wrong one? Yeah. One of our William is in Hawaii. Yeah. So mm. Tim's in Tim's in Hawaii, and I don't think we I don't know if we realized that because um, you order online, and one of the things that we have to do if we need to have a drop ship done is put in the drop ship dealer. And so on that one, that's going to have to be shipped from here to Hawaii. So yeah, interesting. Anyway, we got we got two of those. Yeah. On the Maverick. So. On the Maverick. All right. So there's that. Oh, you know what? I was going to put a poll out. Oh, I forgot to. I was going to, I was, I'm going to start giving you guys a poll on what you think on on the, the is it true? I'm going to put the question out there whether or not this is true. And then you guys tell me whether you think it is or isn't. I'm going to start doing that each week. See how, how good you guys are. So. Lonnie Smith, Yeah, they're still working deals. It's 8 o'clock. They used to do this. It would. They used to have like three deals working at eight o'clock because we'd allow people to come in at like six. I think we close the doors at like five, but they'd be working deals till like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. All right, moving on to the is it true? All right. Um, so thanks to one of our uh, customers posted this on Facebook. It says, "Is it true that you can that you can't make changes to your scheduled order with a VIN number?" So, so this is a. I want to see if they can hear me without my mic. Oh. Because <laughs> if I don't have to talk with the mic in front of me, I'm not going to. Well, you know, if you put your headphones in, you probably could tell, because you can, you know, what our, our sound sounds like with the mic. So that's the question. Uh, we had somebody <laughs> that has their order scheduled, and um, they want to. Here's a better way. I'll just turn you down. There we uh, go. Um, so they. Um, they had their scheduled for a build uh, date. They have a VIN number and everything. They want to make some changes to their order. And a lot of people were telling them in the chat and the, in the comments section down there that they could not get theirs. They could make changes. It's scheduled. It's got a VIN. You can't make changes to your vehicle whatsoever. Um, so I let them know, yes, you can. You can at least you can ask. You can always ask to make changes. Colors are easy one. What? They can hear me. They say it even sounds better without the mic. Oh, so we're done. Is it leveling up or something? I think so. Something. But they can, well, no, it's coming from the monitor because your mic shouldn't be picking me up because I'm talking right now. It's not picking me up. So something is picking huh. us up and it's not our mics. Huh. Move yours away. Yeah, turn yours off. Now talk. All right. So if we don't need it, there you go. Okay. We don't so, need that. Don't use it, right? Yeah, not sure. All right. So, yeah, we'll see if you guys can hear that. So, 
Yeah, the webcam's probably picking it up. Yeah. That mic is not that good. I can but tell you that right now. But if you can hear us, and it's a little so. bit better than the echoing. Anyway. All right. But anyway, um, so yes, you can make some changes instead of ditching uh, ditch the hitch. It's the mics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it sounds much better. So, all right. So I don't know how to figure that out for next week. But um, so, yes, you can make changes to your orders. Um, and it just depends on what it is. We've made, we've made a lot of adjustments, a lot of changes to orders after they've been scheduled. Now, there is a window where you get too close to your build date and you won't be allowed to make changes. They'll lock it out. Uh, you can no longer make amendments. And there are some things you can't change on your order if it gets scheduled. Uh, and not even attempt it. We had a lot of people like, I need to change, we need to change the trim and such. And I'm like, you should have decided the trim and everything when you placed your order. Um, those are some pretty like important things of like, okay, at some point where you're like, hey, I want a hybrid, I want this trim. That, I mean, you, those are some things, the trim change, the motor change, those are pretty significant changes that you should have been well ready and prepped for. Uh, adding like a, you know, maybe I wanted, decided I wanted the hitch. Uh, that's a small thing, you know, Hey, I decided I wanted this color, uh, something like that. That's, you know, I understand that. Hey, let's add this. Those can easily be changed because those are not, those are not part of the VIN number, but the trim and the motor are attached to that VIN number. So you cannot make changes to the trim or the motor. And you may not be able to add like an FX4 package on there because I think that's a different drive ratio when you add that or the 10, I know definitely the tow, the 4k tow package is, uh, because the part of the VIN number is also what axle you have, I believe. And so I think that is dedicated to the VIN. But um, small packages, you can even add the Lux package to try to, or the Copilot 360 package. But again, not if you get too close to that build date, then it, those four won't let you. But um, if you're far enough out, you can. So, all right. There you go. That's that. And uh, so there you go. So there's that myth busted. All so right. people said you can't. And I can I can prove you've made changes. Yes, I have. Yeah. It can it can be done. Your sister's car is not has the package on it. Did not have on it when it got scheduled. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. had a deluxe package that hers. If it's something. Uh, bigger it might push you back yes good point so if you do add something that's a constraint item or that they can't build at a high enough higher capacity and you put it on there you're you're at a risk of moving it the build date back that's a possibility too colors won't yes. change colors won't change that no. because that's not how your your vehicle isn't painted before it's built just so you know that it's not painted they, they basically paint a bunch of shells they they have a paint shot that just paints yeah. a bunch of them and they just say hey that that morning they need you know i need 100 reds i need 100 blues i need yeah. 100 whites i need 300 you know yeah of this color so there are some out. dealers and some i mean we i know that we have a few salesmen here that say that you can't make changes once it's scheduled because they don't want to go through the process of making that change. So there are some that don't realize they can do it either. But I've talked to some of our salesmen here and I'm like, okay, you don't want to make the change. Give me the order number. I will go make the change for them. Yeah. So, but anyway, but, there you go. 
So it can be done. It's just that your dealer may not want to. Yes. And there are some dealers that think that it would risk the order getting moved back or getting or losing the VIN or getting unscheduled again. That doesn't, that's not the way it works. So anyway, what will happen is if you go to make the change and the factory is like, nope, we can't make that change. They just won't accept your changes. Yes. So you can make it. So you put in the changes and then it'll tell you we're going, we're processing your, uh, your amendment. And then the next day it takes uh, 24 hours. The next day you go in there, it'll, it'll actually say amendment has been processed. And then you look at the order. Is it on there? Yep. That's how it's going to be built. Yeah. That's actually how we got a lot of tow packages in on Broncos. Yep. So because what we'd see, you know, back in 20, what was it, 21, 22, when they said the tow capacity would, this was, it was a problem, we took it off of everybody's orders, um, we would get them scheduled, and then we would try to put it on the order. <laughs> and then we got a lot of them in their, their hitches, because then they got scheduled and got their hitch. But what then it did was move their build date back. Yeah. Because their capacity is still capacity. You can try to manipulate it like that. They might accept it. But what they'll do is then they'll move your order back to the next open slot that they have for a tow package past everybody else's. So that kind of moves you back. So that is uh, that that could happen in those situations. Uh, so, but there you go. All right. Get on to what's on our mind tonight. It's a good one. All right. We are talking the Rebel Rally tonight. It's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of Ford Ford performance teams and Ford sponsored teams, I should say. There's like five yes. of them in yeah. the Rebel Rally, but there's a lot of other individuals that are, um, you know, that driving their own vehicles and uh, yeah. and Broncos and yeah. Ford vehicles. So I thought we we talk about it. If you don't know what the Rebel Rally is, we're going to talk about what it is tonight. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, this over here so you can see it too Sarah so we can look at it Thank together. You. Yeah. Um all right. And let's add this to the stage. We're just gonna we'll do it like this so you can they can see us too. All right. So actually we're gonna go this route so it's bigger for you. There you go. So you can go to Rebel Rally. Um okay, let's make this can we make this if I go wider. Oh my pricing was wrong. So it's about fifteen to start off with and then all that other add-ons. I think I was saying it was about 20. Oh, okay. So rebelrally.com is how you get to this site. And uh, so this is uh, basically, uh, you know, I probably won't, I won't explain this uh, really well, but it's, this is a, a women's, women's only event. Um, you know what? This isn't going to be working. I'm just going to move it. Just get it out of there. Are you sure they're hearing us okay? Yeah, they can hear you. All right. Loud and clear. I'm moving the mic out of the way here so I can see. All right, so this is a women's only event, um, and it's a, it's a pretty cool event because basically what they're doing is they are no GPS, no cell phones. They basically have a uh, map the, and at, compass. Yeah, map and compass. So at the beginning of the of this whole journey, they check all their stuff in electronics and everything in 
their vehicles also uh, they they, they, they do a tech use, check. They do a tech check, and they, they they can't use the navigation on their vehicles and everything. I think they go in there and disable that stuff. Yeah. Um, you can use your speedometer and that kind of stuff. Um, but um, a lot of these, they're not. You know, they try to use um, other things on there, guy. You know, there's a lot you can explain on there. But and I'm going to show you guys how you can learn about this and watch some of the stuff and how you can watch it and follow along as well. In fact, they're going to be going. Actually, they're live right now. Um, they're live right now. Every night they go live to recap the night, talk to the drivers and that kind of stuff. Um, so they have a driver and they have a navigator in each vehicle. So it's a, it's a two a two person team here. You can kind of see they're using the maps there. So they're given the maps, they're given compasses uh, and everything else to be able to, to track where they're going, uh, where they need to plot out. And they have certain checkpoints that they have to hit. And so this is this this sounds a lot of fun. I'm actually a little jealous. I'd love to do this, and I um, think you should do it in the Maverick next year. Yeah. So I was actually say, telling him, I you know I called Lebo one night while we were in Colorado because I while we were in Colorado, we actually our trail guide is Melissa, who we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. And there were actually some uh, rebel rally teams in training um, at the end of our group. Um, they were our tail. Um, so they were actually in training. So it was really cool to watch them um, and see them working on it. I was like, Lebo, you got to hear about this. Told him about it. I was like, this sounds like fun. He's like, mm, sounds like you can do that for the two of us. I'm like, so is that a yes? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he'd have to be home without me for like yep. a week, week and a half. So it's, yeah. So, so this kind of shows you, you have compass and map challenges, green, blue, black diamonds. So the person that puts this on, they were skiers. So that's the green, blue, black diamonds. Yep. I know that because I used to ski a lot. Um, and uh, so you have the tools used, map, compass, um, and you have scaled maps. So they do, yeah, scaled maps and they can change. And if you want, mm -hmm. like the, the, I actually read one today that if they choose to go with a more, with harder, checkpoints to find then they turn in their maps and they get a smaller map mm -hmm. um, that they actually have to make their own grid and you know track plot it out themselves yeah and so like they have some enduro challenges um where they can uh where they have to stay on time so they can't go too fast yeah and they'll get penalties for going too fast um, and such. And um, then also they're going to have there's certain situations where they basically have a, a, a base camp. So you have to set up tent. It's all tent. Uh, you have to be able to camp in a tent and everything. They set up their tent base camp. They do the Enduros. And then um, I know they packed up the other day and did a marathon where they actually had to go to a certain point and they got like halfway. They set up their tents that night and then went this, the rest of the way the marathon the next day. Uh, to get up the next base camp which is where they're at now and uh yeah it's pretty cool um anyway so that's going on let's let's look at the uh some of the teams here actually i have them written down so um there is a bronco team uh carissa and hayden their team 131 uh or carissa hayden and trista smith their team number they're 131 and actually if you go up here to the to the live you, you can go to the scoring There you go. So this, there's two different divisions too. There's four by four class, which has the most um, uh, people in those, and that's a really, really big group. And then there's the X cross. Now X cross vehicles are vehicles that don't have a transfer case. So those are your, you know, 
They either two wheel drive or they're like in a, an automatic four wheel drive system like the Bronco Sport has or the Maverick has. Uh, they actually talked about and toyed about having a Maverick uh, for this year um, and they didn't get it all coordinated and everything. Probably couldn't get one. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get you one. Um, anyway, so. So um, you'll see here and the X cross, you have Melissa Clark is the team number 200 there. Are they still in first? Okay. They are in first place total uh, after the, what are they on day four now through day yeah. four? Um, so they are in first place. They've gotten 83% of their checkpoints, uh, which is cool. And I'll show you on a daily how that works. And, and then, Melissa's the one I was talking about. Yes. That was our trail guide yep. and her and her husband. Bronco Nation. Yeah, she's a Bronco, she's a Bronco Nation. Nation. There's articles for them. And she does um, off-rodeo at Moab, her and her husband. Yeah. Um, they help lead that. But she, when I was listening to them talk, she actually prefers to get as many points as possible. She would rather win by points than by being the first one in each day. Yep. So, um, and you can see she's 83% of the, of the checkpoints, yep. which is crazy. So, I haven't looked at today's date yet. And uh, so you can see here's how she did. So today, daily total 195, she got 73%. And this one was the hard one, uh, this REC, where that's where she was, Sarah was yeah. talking about where they hand in the map, they get a different map that they weren't expecting. And they got 14 out of 24, uh, which isn't the best. We have an 18 out of 24 down here. Uh, but, you know, the greens are supposed to be real easy. There's big flags, so they can miss those. Those will keep them on track. And then in between the greens, though, are all these blues and black diamonds that are a little harder to find. Um, and they get points for those and then get back onto the greens and such. Yeah. And uh, but that's kind of shows you all the different. I mean, that's a lot. Look at all those checkpoints. So they had 28 checkpoints. Oh, wait. Yeah, 28 checkpoints um, and getting back to the to the camp. And they uh, can get crazy. penalties. Yes. And they can get penalties if they're too far away. So the checkpoint, they don't like some of these black diamonds. They don't know if they're on that point. Exactly. Yes. So what they do is they get to the spot that they think where that point is based on the information they were given. So a lot of times that information might be, hey, you're uh, this black, this spot here is this many kilometers from this checkpoint in this direction. And this uh, yes. 80, it's like, let's say if you at that checkpoint two, uh, this one here would be like a hundred, you know, uh, one, 0.4 kilometers or something from checkpoint two at a 90 degree angle, right? And so you have to try to plot that, plot that out and everything. And that's what they do ahead of time. And they go try to find that. And then when you think you're on that spot, you punch your yes. little thing in and then it marks, this is where yeah, we think so that, they that have an electronic at. coordinator that or coordinator. What am I trying to say? I don't know. GPS locator. Yes. <laughs> that, so when they get to the checkpoint, they log it with the device. Yes. Yep. So they log it with the device in. So five is the most they can get. So if they get too far away, they get a, they a, get zero. a zero. So they were not on it at all now, but they were real close on this one. So they got four. Um, so and that's how you more. can have 14 out of 24 points. They got close enough that they got 14 points. But Well, and I think actually this one is multiple points. Possibly, yes. And then, so they got for yeah. two different ones. But then anyway. as you were, like, you see she has a couple of zeros under a black diamond. That means that they tried to check that point, but they weren't, and they weren't close enough. They weren't close enough. So. And that's where you got the negative 10. And then some of these, 
so you can see this in here, like this blue, um, the X means that either, it's either word, I don't know what that means, but, um, and then some of these, like here, these black diamonds, this is a 5L, it says late. So it was five, but they got there late. Yeah. Um, so they're on a certain timing, but uh, anyway. And today's uh, drive did not have, uh, so they have an O for of order. They didn't have to get today's checkpoints in order. Yes, the REC ones, yeah. And so anyway, so here's your, and then your four by four class. Okay, I forgot to mention X cross. There's Melissa and Jessica, and they are with the Bronco Sport, and they're with the Ford. And then the Maki Rally team. Looks like they're in second. They're in second place. Now, I did find out, I think Kaylee Miller has competed in this before. And so there you go, and they're in the electrified uh, vehicle there. And then um, also, I believe both these vehicles are bone stock vehicles. So I don't know, maybe not, because it didn't say bone stock. But um, bone stock means it's exactly stock from the factory, but you can change the tires. And that's about all you can do. That's what I found out. But yeah, I guess that's a bone stock. So I guess maybe they must have done some modifications to the Bronco Sport then yeah. this year. Anyway, um, all right. And then the 4x4 class, I don't know if there's any. I think that's the only ones in there, that one. The 4x4 class, I was actually going through them all. Let's just go through it from the top and see if we got a, a Bronco team. So some of these... Like this 188, um, they are a Ford team. So Ford sponsored team, Dirt Hustles, the name of their team. Laura, um, you can see the names there, Laura, uh, one, one last, I say that? Anyway, yeah. And Maria. Um, and then we do, and they're doing pretty good. They're in fourth place. Shelby Hall and Rory Lewis, they're a Ford sponsored team with a Bronco Raptor. Um, they were up there for a while and kind of got uh, kicked back last couple days. Uh, they're 150. Uh, 131 Team Velocity right here. They're in the Bronco Wild Track. They are a Ford sponsored team as well. And that's in a bone. Oh, that's a, Okay, so bone stock. Shelby's was bone stock as well, and so was uh, the other one. So these are, of course, Bronco Raptor bone stock. You don't really need to add anything to that anyway. But And then this Wild Track team of Carissa and Trista. Um, that's what I was talking about earlier, 131. Yeah. And then uh, see what else we got. Some other ones. Now, by the way, Rivian's doing pretty good. Yeah. Pretty impressed. As heavy as those vehicles are. Um, and also this Rubicon up here for uh, 4XE. Um, we let's have see here. Badland Sasquatch at yep. number 12. Yeah, 122. Um, so that is a uh, that is not a Ford sponsored team right there. In fact, I've already mentioned all the Ford sponsored teams. They're up uh, higher. Um, so we go down and I see Avis and Kristen. Yep. 101. And 24th. Yep. And then Angela and Terry. Yep. Or Angela, Terry, and Nicole. Uh -huh. And then there's Alana yes. and Danielle. Alana was one of the teams that was training behind yes. us. Yes. They were with us when we were in uh, Colorado. Yeah. Yep. So 147. So they're called uh, Dead Reckoning is the name of the team. So, yeah. So you can watch for them. Yeah. Um, and then where's uh, Jackie and then there they are. Uh, there and then the one team 189 uh, um, there they are Amanda yeah. and Jackie and uh, that's that's Jackie Gentry that is if you follow Chase, Chase Gentry he's uh, that's his uh, wife. yes he's a brand ambassador for um, for Ford so uh, yes and so Amanda, they were there as yeah. well they training. were training um, Amanda I believe has done this one year before or 
she's done this before, but Jackie is that new. Yeah. And so they are classes A rookie team because Jackie is new. Yep. She's pretty cool. And she's a navigator, which is yes. probably the, almost the hardest uh, driving too. There's some pretty imperfections in the, in the roads and stuff, washed out and stuff. Yeah. Today they were talking about, but there you go. And then, um, uh, this and there's another one team 110 there bronco raptor as well and there you go and they're a rookie team yeah so and they actually um they're they work at the super duty headquarters their their team name is sdhq and it stands for super duty headquarters so they work for on the super duty yeah um so that's pretty cool so anyway so not a ford sponsored team but they do work for ford yeah so Anyway, pretty cool. And there's some other good brands, of course, in there too. But that's just some of the four teams. And uh, it's pretty fun. So, again, how can you follow along? Um, they do have a, a YouTube um, channel. I'll go back because it's a lot easier. I wish you could actually. They embedded this on their website, but they don't. All right. So, if you go up here to the live, you can go to the live tracking, scoring, that kind of thing. Um, and I think if you just click on the live up there, then you can actually see their schedule and stuff. And like right now they are live on the YouTube channel. So go over and check it out. I'm going to watch it tonight uh, later. So in the morning, every morning they do a kickstart, uh, you know, at the starting lineup and everything. So you can kind of see their schedule. So this morning, uh, and this is, this is specific time because they're in Nevada right now. Yep. Um, and so they're Pacific time. So these are the specific time. So, for us, it's 8.45 here, so they run for about an hour. They talk to the teams as they're going out. They kind of let you see what the course is going to look like, that they don't get to see, of course, um, and everything else. And then at the end of the day, normally they do, they recap it, which is what they're doing right now. And so, actually, it's right here. So they're actually, um, um, yeah, 6, so it's 8 o'clock here. So they are 30 minutes into that program for tonight, and then they kind of wrap it up. And which is really cool because you get to see some nice scenery too because there's their base camp as they're coming in they're showing to they interview people and it's pretty cool it's fun uh, you also learn from that i've learned a yeah. lot from it by just by watching these and these are also on their youtube channel so um youtube.com forward slash rebel rally and you can find um those videos there and you can go back and watch the, some of the beginning ones so yeah. i've watched them um so if i don't catch it in the morning like I, this morning I did because I, I come in later on Tuesdays. Um, but like tomorrow morning, I wouldn't catch it because I'm working. I'll go back and check it later and then uh, I can recap it too. So it's pretty cool. So that's a great way to be able to follow along if you go to their YouTube. Hit the notification bell like you do with our channel. Hopefully you are. Um, and then you can get notified and uh, have some fun. So they're going through Saturday, it looks like, yeah. on that. The and, revelation. Uh, yeah. So day seven, I believe, is the last day that they're. No, Revelation is. I don't know. Yeah, but they well, come in. Only, there's only points in the point standings for seven days. Okay, so what they do is Revelation is their last day, but they come in and they get to shower and get dressed up and they do a, a gala that night. Okay. It doesn't say because they, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway. they do a gala that night. All right. So, so they, they spend. All these Seven. days camping, you can see the Broncos yeah. there. Their, their tents are back there. Yeah. Not over showering, here. you know, just pretty cool. Getting grungy and you know, just living it. They do have mechanics. You see a lot of them there at the mechanic yes. shop now. So uh, sometimes they got to get things. They do have to fix their own flats. 
their own repairs if their if their vehicle is broken down uh if they fix it themselves there's no penalty but if they have to call for help and have a mechanic come and fix their vehicle then it's a penalty for them yes but they can wait it, like if it's not going to deter them from going on further they can wait bring it in that night they can give There's, it free advice yes and then they can fix it themselves yeah and, well, and i believe the mechanic i've seen the the, the mechanics watch yeah. they just kind of yeah make sure that everything's going to be okay <laughs> yeah and now if they don't think they can fix it and they fix it then that's uh, again that's a penalty for them but so there you go yeah. uh, maki is in there so yeah. hopefully it's not too much they got the they got the front open though so yeah must be maybe a battery issue there but and they do how a lot of people ask me too how are they doing with the electric vehicles how's that working Wonderful. and they um so they charge up over you know when they come back at the end of the day they charge up their vehicle and they go out and it usually lasts them the full trip for the yeah. day uh, on the marathon trip they did have to stop part way and yeah. charge and so they have big trucks and uh, maybe they'll show it eventually but they have some um some trucks with energy on them so they're supposed to be i think hydrogen i believe we did see some hydrogen yes vehicles. it was the it uh they they're converted all being, over to dc right yes so they are all hydrogen it's a hydrogen powered um terminal and they are using that with solar and whatever, maybe not solar, but they are powering it and regenerating it out there. And then it is being converted over to um, DC for the Maki. Yeah. So. Another. Yeah, the Rivians. The Rivians, Rivians Maki. Yeah. There are some plug-in hybrids, but they, you know, they're asking about that. But they're actually in that class of electrified vehicles. But they are actually like a lot of them are saying they're not using any of the non-electric they're just using the hybrid com components of that yeah so so anyway, it's there you um, go yeah it's pretty cool what they're doing with the electric yeah vehicles. so check that out so it's a lot of fun um so and then a lot of these have been competing this is like the eighth year i think they said they've been doing this but oh they the rebel rally yeah no they've been doing it for a lot longer well they were saying eight years earlier i have sworn it's a lot longer Anyway, they were actually showing uh, who all's won the other day. Anyway, there you go. Pretty cool, but there you go. And I think Melissa won it the last two years in the X-Cross category. Yep, and that's why sport. her Instagram is Bronco Sport for the win. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's at first this year. So. Yes. So, yeah, cool. I can't find it, but maybe it was eight years because I remember I was in high school when our dealership had a bunch of the Rebel Rally <laughs> gear, but I wasn't like it was. I saw it on the weekend. I was like, "What is this?" I had no idea what was going on, or because they announced it during the week to the employees, and they were like, "Okay, so here's the Rebel Rally. Here's some merch for you guys. Support." you know, the four team. And then I came in on the weekend and they had stuff left over and I'm like, what is this? Okay, sure. I'll, I'll take it. Um, and then we were in Colorado and they were talking about, it and they said female. I'm like, wait a second, the rebel rally. And it clicked. Like they've been talking about it for a while and it just clicked in my head. Okay. So this is what it is. So, yeah. but yeah. So I guess eight years, I guess I have been out of high school for that long. <laughs>
All right, so we do have a, I don't know if you, if you have that one uh, start or not, but we do have a, a it don starts. donation. Yes. Iron Bravo gave us a nice $4.99, $4.99 yeah. donation. Thank you very much. With a question there. There you go. Uh, yeah. Do you think I should cancel my 23 Raptor order and see if I can get a 20? I can get a 24 for a similar price point. I have uh, Code Orange fully loaded, ordered. Well, you can't get Code Orange for this year, but um, I don't think you're going to get a 23 scheduled anymore at this point. So. And if it's already been scheduled, you can't cancel it. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's not scheduled, um, I don't think they're going to schedule anymore because they probably can't get the rest of produced anyway, as it is. Uh, at this point, I would probably order a 24 and get on, get, make sure you get in there for that. So uh, just a little known fact, the Code Orange appearance package, though, is not available to order yet. So just keep that in mind. Um, and Code Orange color is not available for 24 model years. So. Um, Michael Orth asked, did they build the first 24 Mavericks this week? We actually covered that. 19 is the first day they're supposed to start production for, for that and brought yeah. the sport as well. All right. If we pay the labor through Ford accessories when making our order, is the dealer committed to that price? So I think okay. you're thinking if you order aftermarket parts when you okay. order and you pay ahead, then they are honored to that price. Yeah. If it's a Ford accessory factory option, then you're good. it's what it is on the order. But if you're thinking of the accessories that aren't something we can order, then that you order through your dealer. Yeah. And it's whatever the dealer wants to charge you on that. So. Anybody purchase the pivot boxes that go for the wheel wells for the Maverick? Just about left and right, wondering if they're difficult to put on. Video shows the taillights have to come off first. Hmm. I actually have not seen a set of those on a Maverick. I haven't. I see them in the F-150, and they're actually real. And they seem pretty easy. I don't know about to install, but they look pretty easy. Lebo tried operate. to install them on his, and it turned out he didn't have the right part. But uh, he had some like a, a mechanic helping him, even. And hmm. it, it does take some work but let's see all right so a question that uh, i actually accidentally undid or unpinned um benefits of having a back and front dash cam um, someone's looking for one for christmas so the benefit of having front and back is that as you're driving forward something happens and you were to slam into someone um Let's say you're going through a green light and they run the red light. You T-bone them. Well, that's not your fault. That's theirs. You had the green. If you are someone's behind you and they run into you, you have it on your back. So having front and back just covers those two directions. So that way you're fully covered if an accident happens. I also like it um, when a storm is <laughs> rolling through and I'm driving home, there's some pretty cool footage. Um, I can actually take the, S the SIM card out and pull that footage off. Then I have some fun storm footage. So from the front and back. So yeah, I mean, there's a benefit. Because your backup cameras, they don't record or anything. No. So these would actually record yes. um, some some of that and put it on those cards yeah. um, for that. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I like mine for when I 
driving through a storm and I can get some pretty cool storm footage. Because we basically used that on in the Bronco installed it. That. And uh, the one that would normally go in the back, because the front one's actually on the back side of the monitor. And so we put it on the dash and set it up on the windshield like it's supposed to be. And um, and um, so it's actually seeing over the dash, which isn't a good video. But the other one we mounted instead of on the back, we mounted in the front. Yeah. So we get a front dash, a front camera for that all the time. But yeah. It's just kind of cool. It's like having a GoPro on your vehicle <laughs> at all times. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it really is. Especially with the ones have... that I got where it's recording and you can get like a day's footage off of it. It yeah. go. I know the one that you have has the like oh, your has, location yeah. as well and the time. Yes, it, it timestamps cool. and it GPS locates to your location. So there's a benefit too. If someone's saying no, we weren't there. Yes, you were. I have GPS location. This is the time it happened. I do want to flip mine over because it's upside down. So that means it has all that on the screen, but it's upside down. So I'd like to. <laughs> so that mine, because basically it's flipping it. So I, I basically my camera is upside down, but in editing I can flip it the other way and it works. And on the screen, on the monitor itself, it's right side up, because uh, you tell it to. I have one the other up. It's flipped upside down or whatever. But I want to flip it around just so that it, when it captures that data, that information. It's, yeah. Because then we, we can go, okay, we were filming this on Hancock Pass at this time, and this was our location. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Um, let's see. Let's go. Um, all right, so here's some Rebel Rally stuff. I've been following Brute Force as I listen to one of the women's car podcasts. They are the enemy, though. Santa Cruz. Oh, that's why I want to do a Maverick. We've got to beat Santa Cruz. Got to get a Maverick team. Yeah. You're welcome to use my Maverick. Yes. Can I use it for Rallycross? I feel like that would be yeah. good training. Uh, for Rallycross? You know, one of our members, Rallycross, is a Maverick and has won like five times. I know, that's a stock Maverick. trimmer. Yes. And that's... You know, I mean, stock. I feel like that would be good training yeah. Yeah. for yeah. some... For, well, in you, some aspect. You know, really... Okay, so... I don't know if a lot, a lot of people realize this, but the the Revell Rally isn't about speed and racing. Yeah. It's about getting those checkpoints and having to get in. You can't take forever, though, getting it. No. So you have still are timed. You have to hit those greens at a certain times and the blues, yes. I think, even at certain times. So it's not necessarily just about, you know, being the fastest through it all. No. And, and, and because of that, you're... Your vehicle just has to be capable enough to get through all yes. the obstacles, which, okay, folks, a Maki -E is getting through this stuff. Yes. Right? And they do the X-Cross vehicles. They mm -hmm. don't give them. They do actually send them sometimes on different yes, courses. they do. Based on that. And so the X-Cross isn't the most four-wheel drive yeah. areas. That's where the Bronco, the, the big 4 by 4s the Broncos and all that, yeah. and they're going through those. Melissa um, was actually so. talking about that. She because. When we took some of those trail rides, she was like, okay, so we were actually going to do a different trail if we had a couple of Bronco Sports, but we don't. So we're going to take the, hard the harder one. Um, but she had mentioned that's what they do yep. in the rally is that mm -hmm. they do have a slightly different course for those lower, the lower down vehicles. Yep. And so, yeah, so it's not, I mean, although that it could handle, I've seen that. So Ford, you, if you so. are looking for someone, 
for Maverick. I'm up for it. I want to be a part of the media team. The media team there, you watch the videos, you know, I'll be a commentator. I'll, I'll talk to people. I'm really good at, I think I've gotten really good at interviewing people. Uh, yes. I, I know they, I don't want to take anybody's job there, but if you need an extra person, you need like that one lady, she's working her butt off. Yeah. If you need another person, to help you, I'll, I'd love to go and, and, and chat with people. I'm getting good at interviewing and asking good questions and everything. So, so if you need a Ford media personnel that's there, right. I'll help you. We got the Ford video guy. Yeah. And if you need a, a Maverick right. team member, I am up for it. I will train my butt off <laughs> to get you there. We'll take the Maverick to the next level. All right, we have... Um, a map and compass, map, compass, and protractor were the way the military navigated during my early years in the U.S. Army. Yep. So. so, I just wanted to say this. I remember two years ago, two years, when Tim couldn't pronounce the name of the Mexico plant. Now it just rolls off. Hermosillo. Thank had, you, Blanca. <laughs> thank you, Blanca. We got some tutoring sessions. Yes. Someone said, would love to, Jan said, would love to do this sometime, but it costs like 15. That's the startup, startup cost. Then you need to also remember that you need an extra set of tires and you oh, yeah. need the, the kits of tools and you need everything else. There's a lot more money that goes into it, but they give you a cost estimate of what things should cost. So that way you can kind of build up your fund. So then you have enough to pay for it. Yeah. So. And I do know the winner wins. Do they get their feed paid for for the next year or part of it? I think that's what they get. So. I just kind of like the idea of being off grid for like eight days. I mean. I need somewhere for my kids to go. You don't really realize it until like for, for me when we went to Colorado and we went on the trails. Oh and gosh. we were like pretty much no internet, no nothing, no we couldn't I mean, get people couldn't contact us on on our phones or anything for for six hours, and sorry, day. but it was kind of nice. It was so nice. So for just, me though, it was nerve wracking because I do have kids, I do have young children, so being that far away and I'm not able to talk to anyone for that long, it's just that was nerve wracking. But I knew they were were in safe hands. Yeah. But that would be one thing for me is finding someone for my kids. So then Lebo's not having to take the brunt of them. Yeah. <laughs> Again. So we have, oh, number 215, 215 Simonio. Sim, Sim, <laughs> How's that eel? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Shaw, yep. I wonder if that's the same. That's Jill, the five foot wonder from Pickup Truck YouTube channel. Yes, it is. It is. She is competing. Uh, Yes, she is competing in this as well. And they say actually there's a lot of journalists yes. that compete in this too that are, are journalists uh, or media or yeah. a lot of them actually actually are part of the menu. Like the all the RT1, the Rivian teams, uh, those are both people that uh, – those are people that work at Rivian. Yeah. So, um, so some of those teams um, are sponsored. So uh, I think for – you know, what's really crazy when you look at it, some of those teams um, – um, when you, I guess I can't remember, are the team bios there. Some of these teams are, um, actually, where was that? Hold on, go back to that. Um, 
they, um, if I can get it to pull up again, some of these, if you look at them, a lot of each manufacturer will like send one set. And it's actually, they use it as their proving ground. Uh, you know, like they, they use it to test their vehicles. So they're like, hey, yeah, go ahead and take this. Here's a bone stock, you know, or whatever it might be. Take that and um, yeah, test it out, try it out. We want to see how well it does. And, um, you know, and so they'll use their people from the, the, that manufacturer and go ahead and do that somewhere. Where did I get it? Where they actually have it? <laughs> Here it is. There's the entries. Um, and it has the different vehicles, but what's crazy is I think that they said there's more Broncos than about any other vehicle uh, this year. And a lot of those, remember that there's only three Broncos that Ford sponsored. The rest of these are privateers is what they call yeah. it, I think. Um, and these are actually people that have sponsors and such to do it. Um, so, hey, there's a team out of Kansas City, Missouri in there um, wow. and a Jeep. Um, so, and some of these have their own vehicles, but um, not all of them. Like there's a lot of that have Jeeps that are, that are Jeep owners. Um, but, you know, some of these, I know that, I know that Toyota is sending a team um, and some, some of those others. Do you know why there's so many Broncos? They want to prove they can yeah. They, the Bronco can do it. Yeah. Well, the people are like, you know, taking their stock vehicles. You know, yeah. Of course, Bronco Raptor. I'm sorry. That almost doesn't count because it's already modified with bigger tires and everything else. Yeah, it does. But um, stock. it is. Um, but some of these others. You Hard know, to get wild stock, and, but stock. Yeah. <laughs> some of those. But yeah. And then you can actually tell some of these. You can tell who that they have they've taken they've sent the vehicles because they're like 2023s or 2024 model year yeah they're typically um you know land rover probably sent 2024 them Jeep Wrangler. um so some of these teams they send them and oh that um, was a 4xe yeah there's one at the top of it yeah so anyway so pretty cool but we're not on that camera right now but um but yes so she is long way of telling you yes she is from pickup talk yes so, and a lot of them, cool. well, and if they are, if they are sponsored by a brand, most likely they have, they are in media or they do have a presence in social media mm -hmm. because, a lot of them do social media. yes. And if they aren't sponsored by someone, they have a social media presence to try and get sponsors and to promote hype and, you know, just get it. So, you know, it's a lot of these people have social media presence and probably do have backgrounds in um, journalism or things like that. Yeah. All right. Thought you might like that. UAW's tactic the same is just to randomly close plants. Pretty sure folks at Ford don't know either. That was too a comment you made earlier. So we got on to um, Halloween questions. I wonder if Tim has sized the cheese head I expect him to wear on 1031 Ellen Live. Sarah owes us a YouTube short on how she and her family will look before they trick or treat. I will do a, a member short. We are actually going to be doing our live stream on Wednesday night. Though. Yes. We will be doing, going live on Wednesday night instead of Tuesday night so, so we can enjoy family time because he is grandpa. So he needs to be there too. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to do Wednesday night. 
who's in it that week. Yeah. But we will so. definitely do a short for the members. Yeah. And I hope that, I mean, the days there are supposed to be Tuesday through whatever, but I really hope we can get in Monday. Now I'm starting to worry whether We're or not media. We can. I know, but whether or not everybody can be set up by then. I think I'm going to call Jordan. Okay. We're going to call Jordan. Call Jordan. He doesn't watch our live stream. I don't have a cheese head. Allie. Allie was in here. Yes. I don't know if she's been to SEMA. I know that uh, Dave, I could call Dave too. So. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot, of, a lot of them, they don't try to do the Well, you also session. need to see if Jordan wants to meet up. Yeah. Because it would be fun if well, we I know could meet that Jordan. They're going to be there for Monday, so I'm assuming they'll be there early. They'll yeah. be there by Sunday, Sunday at some point yeah. to be there before Monday. I would love it. Well, is Laura going? Something to find out. Anyways, uh, let's see. Since Tim is a Packers fan, he could show up as Kansas Jayhawks since it's his alma mater. I wouldn't comment on that. He is actually a Emporia graduate. Emporia, Kansas. Yes, technically did not graduate from KU. No. I grew up in the town that KU's in. Yes. But so hometown of KU, but his alma mater is uh, the Hornets. Emporia <laughs> State Hornets, yes. technically. Yep. And, uh, Where yeah. I went to college for one year. That's my alma mater. <laughs> I went for one year. Realized I didn't want to do what I was there for. All right. Um, Tim is a Packer fan. I really liked him up until now. The Bears are... An embarrassment. Good thing I don't care about football. Well, Packers are kind of an embarrassment right now, too. <laughs> yeah. But it'll take time, you know. This is a, they say rebuilding here, but it's really, I mean, you know, you have, you go from a good quarterback, and you can't, I mean. Yeah. First couple of years of Favre wasn't the best either, so get used to it. I don't really watch that much, to be honest. I didn't even realize they were yeah. playing this, this last week. I'm like, are they playing? And here I am looking. Oh, and I guess they're not playing this week. So yeah. I don't pay attention to sports that much anymore. But All right. On to our other questions. Hey, Tim, can you get Ford to make F-150s like 92 and 96 again? Seems like you are just the guy to make that happen. They couldn't make enough of them if they did. You had everything you needed. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Bill Clay Ford's executive chairman's comments about the UAW striking? got a point <laughs> yeah. i mean he really does and i mean i mean they are i mean i don't know kind of my feeling on that is just that the longer i mean he's trying to get every bit that he can and that's that is great you know but i think you've got it i think you've got the best deal you're going to get from ford um or from, i don't know about the other manufacturers but i mean that's a it's a pretty good good deal major pay, pay increases yeah, major benefits, major time off. I think pension maybe. I think the big thing they're holding out is they want to have UAW jobs at the battery plants, and Ford is saying no to that. And I get that, but Ford has still delivered more jobs to the UAW jobs than any other manufacturer has mm -hmm. since 07. I mean, you know, I mean, they're delivering, they're getting you a UAW jobs, you know, and I mean, they're the only people that are the only one that has increased UAW jobs. Yes, they are. Uh, some of the others have closed plants and this and that. Um, and, you know, and they want the 
they, I guess they want to be also guaranteed that those new battery plants you open up are going to be, you're going to employ those with UAW workers. And that's what they want to be guaranteed. And Ford is saying at this point, we don't want to guarantee anything. Well, here's the point that I think is why they don't want to guarantee that is, is that who's to say they're going to, like they're doing with the Marshall plant, they said they can make that as big or little as they need to. And depending on our next administration, we may not be needing to push heavy towards full EV. I can tell you, I don't think America wants full EV. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of an EV. I love an electrified vehicle. I love it. I love driving the Mach-E. I love driving the Lightning. Um, the farmers are especially not ready just yet. They're not ready just yet. But, um, you know, but more people are interested in hybrid yeah. and plug-in hybrid. And I think Ford's realized, hey, you know, if, if the administration doesn't make our what is it our what do they call that cafe or whatever or, or whatever for all of our vehicles have to average a certain amount of miles per gallon um for all of our vehicles that are sold so they have to sell right now they are required they have to sell electrified vehicles that help that number come down so they can sell mustang and they can sell f-150s and such um which is why they're really pushing f-150 hybrid right now uh, for that reason and to help them out with that um but as we get more hybrid vehicles and if Ford makes some hybrid explorers and makes some hybrid escapes, affordable hybrid escapes, Ford, they're too expensive now, um, then maybe that would help with that. We don't have to sell so many electrified vehicles, which I think they're realizing if they make more hybrids, they don't have to make as many EVs. And for that reason, they don't have to have as many people employed at those battery plants, or maybe they don't need to have a big battery plant in Michigan because instead they're making hybrids instead of full electric vehicles. So that's what they're saying is the future can change. We know that. I mean, right now well, the administration wants full EVs. Yeah. Who is to say the you next, know, the next is president is not going to push that and realize that people don't want it or not don't not as many people want it and so they they back off on that well then they don't have to have as many electrified vehicles so they don't have to have a big plan and the point i made to Levo the other day was there was a time where people were not ready for hybrid hybrids weren't selling very well they took some off of the market they weren't the public wasn't ready for hybrid now we are there will come a time where we are ready for all electrification but yep. we're not there yet I mean, you know, look at the Maverick. It shows that, you know, we can't make enough hybrid trucks, little trucks, right? Um, you know, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's my take on that. Is is that I see where Ford's coming from in a sense of, you know, we can't we can't give you our future or you know and and guarantee that. Um, I don't know if you saw, but they did raise the pay to those that are working at the plant down in Tennessee, um, the Louisville city or whatever, they actually, I think they gave them pay increases as non UAW workers. And I think that's stressing the UAW out a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, nothing to say. I know what Sean Faint or what he's doing. He is trying to get the best deal he possibly can. And, but I think you have it. Yeah. That's, that's, Let's sign. Let's move on. Let's get these people paid. Let's get the people that are laid off jobs back. Because right now, those people, we're going to end up losing them all together because they're going to need something to, to sustain their families. And they're going to yeah. move on. 
and then they if they if they are to bring these back we're going to lose we're going to lose some technologies we're going to lose some capabilities in our vehicles because remember the people that, are, that these are assembly plants they just put together the, the vehicles they don't always produce some of the motors and all that they do but some of these parts are made at other other plants that supply them and if we hold off too long those plants are going to lay off employees and at some point they're going to have to close and then those could be the people that are providing power seats to our vehicles so we could lose some comfort and some convenience features that we have because of those factories and so either other factors to figure out how to make them for all these vehicles you know talk about constraints yeah, you're going to really have we're some good. constraints we're going to look at them. here here in a couple of weeks. And I think they did say like what week five is like the breaking point and we're getting to that. If we go any much longer, we're going to have some of these uh, suppliers that supply some of these features like power seats, like the keypad entry, some things like that. They're not we're not going to have them. And not only is it going to affect the Ford, Stellantis and GMs, it'll affect Toyota, Honda and all the others because they make them for those vehicles as well. Mm -hmm. So right now they're saying, yeah, Toyota, Honda, Tesla, they're just loving this. The longer it holds out, the better it is for them. Not a hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, now I mentioned to some, to the members before in my line lot walk that is that, you know, Ford's not gonna be able to compete with Honda, Toyota, small SUVs and cars. And I think one of the reasons they got out of the car business was because they couldn't make it cheap enough. Um, I mean, although they were making them at Aramisio, but um, like the Escape, the Escape is cannot. The reason we can't sell, we're not winning in the Escape sales, is because we can't make them cheap enough, right? You can buy a Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, small SUV cheaper than you're gonna buy an Escape, and it's just as good. And so either they need to take Escape and produce them out of the country, or you know, figure out how to do it cheaper. Yeah, and so as long as there's, you, I mean, yeah, want to give them all the money they can, but at some point you gotta, you have labor costs you gotta figure out. Yeah. Just like anybody, if you had, if you start your own business right now, you know, you'd have cost of, of supplies, and you'd have cost of, of labor. You'd have people making these things for you, right? You'd have those two things you have to take in consideration. You'd have shipping costs as well to figure in there, and then figure out what you can charge for your specific product. And if you can't make money at it. Then, you know, if people, workers want more money, but, you know, you either got to raise the price of your product and then hope that people will buy it at that price still to prefer to have to pay people more money. That's where Ford's at right now. Do they have, have they been have a lot of profits? Yeah. So, you know, raise those labor costs up. But if supply costs go up, then they're really going to be hurting, you know. Anyway, I don't know. Yep. All right. There's a give and take. There's somewhere, there's a middle ground and. Uh, we've got to be close to it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right. On to our next one. Um, I have noticed Maverick prices have risen. My COVP uh, means I am price protected, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Now, hold on a second. So if we're talking about your 23, there was only one price increase for 23 mile a year, and it was $500. Um and so if it's on a 23 order, yes, 24, the price changed from 23 to 24. That's right. So those private offers that Ford's giving you um, will make up 
most of that difference. So you, um, right, Ford will not price protect from one model year to the next. So they will not, if you if you couldn't get get produced in 23 model year, so we had to put in a 24 model year, and that's the one you're gonna get scheduled for and built for, your price will be different. But that's where Ford is giving you a private offer to hopefully make yeah. up for most of that price increase. So just so you know that 24 has not had a price increase within the model year, but if you're a carryover order, you'll have a private offer. We'll be talking about that really close because I actually almost talked about private offers and price protection this week, but we'll talk about it next week because Let's we're having see. a lot of people that are reaching out to me telling me that dealers are saying price protection is like a thing of the yeah, past. I've and so we're going to need to revisit this again to re-educate customers, uh, or new Ford customers. Because didn't say at some point that price protection is not going to be work available anymore? Yeah, some people are saying price protections. Yeah, it's not a thing, but it is. Okay, it's not. It's not going anywhere. They're uh, gonna. They're gonna. They're Gene, not gonna do I, that. I don't think Gene ordered with us. I think he's with someone else. Gene Hanks, or he's not a member. I don't know. I was anyway. he was a member. He might have fallen off. Or something. It's all right. He's oh, probably. He yeah. might still have an order with us. We can look at it. Oh, he's. That's why we have two different names for you. Ah, there we go. Anyway, we'll get that figured out. Uh, this one here says, why are uh, the 19 and a half inch wheels for the 450 so hard to get? It's gotta be a supply issue because uh, I don't think they make those wheels. Uh, Ford does that good and they just assemble it. Um, so that would probably be a part issue. They just can't get them enough of them, so. Yes. Sure. How long is delivery of a Maverick after it's built? About four weeks. Now you always got to remember there's a couple of different things you got to look at. Uh, I had someone the other day that did this. Uh, their vehicle was built like last week, and they were wondering why they hadn't gotten the email yet. Well, until it's actually fully produced and production, yes, your vehicle gets built in like a day, but then it's built and then it's taken off. And if it has to have anything, accessories, there's a mod shop that they got to go to, add the spray and liner, add this, add that to the bed, those type of things. Then once that's done, if that could take another day, then they inspect it. And it could be a couple of days before they can get somebody to inspect it. They may go on a line, they might get behind, it gets inspected before it can get released from the factory. Once it gets released, then that's when you should get an email that says your vehicle has been built. And then shortly after that, once uh, uh, they do that, then you should get one saying it's been shipped. Once you get that, it's been shipped four weeks from that email. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Um, Kathy has said, has me a little worried having my son-in-law install them, even though he's been with Honda for years. Well, if you have someone that's been with a, <laughs> a car brand um, that's been doing things like this for years, I would trust it. I mean, I put on my own bed cover. I'm not saying it's impossible that you can't do it. It'll just take a little bit of work. Yeah. Watch a couple of YouTube videos, you'll be good. Yeah. Uh, anybody know what the recent update to the Maverick infotainment system software does? No. Okay. They're always updating that for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I've been in and out tonight. Did Tim talk about how Ford's doing? If so, we'll watch the replay. Ford's doing on the strike or I, I don't know 
She's wondering about her Maverick. So we did discuss that and you're worried that um, your Maverick won't get built because this yeah. is her, what, second time, third time? She's been waiting since 22 model year. Yes. So, so she's on her. Yes. You yeah. are in the front of the line for a 24. Well, she's been scheduled. Yes. This is the one that uh, got moved back. Yes. Right. She got moved back, but she had been moved back before and then it never got built. Yeah, she got, she never got scheduled. Okay. But so, you. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, you're, you're in there. You're okay. You're scheduled. Yeah, you're good to go. Good. They're building there. I can tell you they're building a lot. We wait. We had what? We have 86 what did I say, 74? We have 74 sitting in Kansas City right now. Um, and we have a lot of vehicles uh, being built. Yeah, the, that factory, that's one of the best plants that's actually doing something right now. So. Oh. oh, looking at the title of the show. Um, oh, how, I meant how's Ford doing in the Rebel Rally, right? Yes. So, and they're doing pretty good right now. Yeah. They're, what, seventh in the 4x4 class and yeah. first and second in the yeah. the X-Cross. Pretty exciting yeah. to see the monkey. <laughs> rally in there doing well so i mean because you know they do have not a lot of carry but they're 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 dry when you have an electrified vehicle off-road which shows you why an electrified vehicle can can do well off-road you know the the hardest part on that is gas right or i mean not gas but oh you know how far can you go because that's what they were asking you know whereas yeah. a lot of these off-road vehicles will take gas cans with them so if they're off-road, you know, they can always use a gas can. Well, it's kind of hard to do that with electric. You, know, you can't carry electric electricity with you, right? Um, and so that's how that work. you know, that, that could be. Because, you know, if they do run out of gas, there was one team that ran out of gas. There was a penalty for them to get uh, a refill. Yep. Um, and so there can be a penalty for that. Um, and so if they can't get uh, far enough. So they were like, uh, they were actually like one of them. It was a Jeep or something. They only got 190 miles or something. <laughs> and um, so they, yeah, they about ran out of gas. So they ran out of gas. So, um, yeah. So it's interesting how they're doing that. So, and how fair it is for electric vehicles. But an electric vehicle, in a way of going off road in those situations, because there is no shifting and such, mm -hmm. it has such like response that it's going to go through, you know, the off road capabilities a lot easier in an electrified vehicle because of how this the system is set up. So, yeah. um, Jean, I apparently don't have you on our member sheet. If you want to email me um, with your salesman and or order number, um, we'll get you on there. Yeah. Oh, he, never mind. He has a document with all of them in there. He'll look it up. I just don't remember if he's scheduled for 23. He is. He just got, or no, I think he's, I don't know. I don't know. The question is, has been scheduled for 24? Yeah. He's got it. Regarding that email from Ford, I never got one yet. As I've seen last week, it was all around and now it's produced. And yet the tracker says scheduled. It's all messed up. Um, yeah, we've been kind of keeping track of it a little bit here and there. Francis. Oh yeah. Okay. So it was on the rail. So it went from the, it went from the factory That's on the rail to Dearborn or somewhere to, to, uh, another site. And then it got taken off the rail. So I think that's how they're yes. getting them out of, out of map is they're putting them on a rail to get them out of map. So 
usually, and then they'll get on another rail to get to here. So yeah. it, it's kind of another, another holding place. I they think. may truck them out usually, but right now they are probably just shipping them out by rail real quick to then get them to another site to then ship through by truck or rail or whatever. So it's an interesting time. Um, try Bradley. Right. One second. Let me try. Just type in Hanks. And it didn't come up for unscheduled or scheduled for twenty. Really? So we don't have it in there at all. Is you, we'll look at it. Gene, is yours with us? He he might not be with us. Yeah, we can only look up our orders. Mm -hmm. I thought he. Anyway. Anyways, um, are the factory stocks of the XLT Maverick wheels still in short supply? Um, it didn't mention it this it week. Did not mention it wasn't it. mentioned as as a constraint or exhausted this week. So, and I know that's probably because. So, what was it like two weeks ago? It was mentioned because it wasn't. It was also they already filled in the slots. You could see we had what about five thousand or six thousand orders that got scheduled this week, right? And so now they're trying. Now they're trying, just trying to fill in those last four thousand slots or three thousand slots. So with that in mind, sometimes the, the availability for those wheels could be in short supply. Looking for those other ones because they have other wheels available. So maybe they're looking for some FX fours with those different wheels or black appearance packages. That kind of thing. Yep. Gene does not have his order with us. Oh. That's okay. I just want to make sure that all of our members that have an order with us are on our sheet. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So, all right. Yeah, I was looking it up. What? Any other questions? That was our last question. Last question. All right. The WB, we are in the Q&A. Yeah. If, any, if we missed your question, um, please put it, in there. put it back in. Q&A later. In the show. Yep, we're doing that now. So. Yeah. Did we do the Q&A graphic? Yeah, I did. Okay. Right after, I was like, we were just wrapping up the stuff about. The uh, rebel. Yeah. So. It'd be fun to do that. Need to get some more driving in. Yeah. So, go out to Tom. I'm half serious about that. Using the using the, the Maverick. Yeah. We need a Maverick. I mean, so bone stock Maverick just gets some better tires on that thing. We could try and get sponsors from around here. I don't know. Yeah, we put it out there. Reach out to our. We do a lot of performance business here. Maybe we could get them to, you know, yeah. we get we can. Uh, I know what's uh, what's the uh, one that the tire that they use on the RTR. Mm -hmm. We can see if they'll. Uh, Nito. Yeah, they have a Terragraph. They have a, actually. I was looking to get their tire because I see was, most I of was, them are using Vulcans. Well, I was I was thinking of using their tire because I want a little bit bigger tire on the. 
So they do have cough snorting, right? There's the benefit of having these mics. You can't hear it. You can't hear that. You can't hear the people talking on the other side, usually, with those mics. Because Vaughn has, like, he can only use Nido brand, right? Yeah. So they have off-road. Capability. Okay. Yes, and so they're the basically the the wheel they put the tire they put on the Bronco Sport um, on their Bronco Sport RTR can be put on the Maverick. That's right. Yeah. So that's oh, that's pretty much what they they said is that they can add like on, on a Maverick non um, advanced four wheel drive system. So if you have like an FX4, mm-hmm. you could add their lift that they put on the Bronco Sport. You could add it to that as well as put their tire on there. And so maybe they could come up, but again, if you modify the suspension though, which you can't do to the tremor, um, so you could, but you could do tires to keep, if you want to stay in the bone stock, you have to stay with the tires. And I think, I, I really, I really think if you know how to use that, that four wheel drive system, the advanced four wheel drive system, just put that thing and the trimmer has you know, the locker, uh, right? Yeah. It has a real locker and everything. I don't that's, see why you, that's could, all you need. if that Mach-E can handle it, if you the know, Bronco Sport can handle it. If the Bronco it. Sport can get through it, so can the, the, the Maverick Tremor. Yeah. So you put in a Maverick Tremor in there with some nice, better tires, your bone stock, and uh, you're going to need some spare tires in the back, some other modifications, tent, yeah. everything, which you can put like a rack on that. Yeah. So you'd want to get one of those rack systems so you could put some gear on top yeah. for when you're going to, like on the marathon stage where you're not, you take your tent and all that, make sure yeah. you just put your tent stuff in there, yeah. put your tires in the back. We got this down. We got this. <laughs> Come on now. We just need sponsors. Yep, we just need some sponsors. And Let's a navigator. Yes, we need a sponsor. Sarah, Sarah wants to get a navigator that hasn't done that before. That's what you yes. do. You still go to the training, but get a navigator that's been in it before. So uh, somebody now nobody's they're they're actually competing right now. But we got to reach out to Melissa. Say who you got over there that wants to be a navigator for a for a a, 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 Maver- a Maverick trimmer and rookie driver. Let's do this. I could do it. Yeah, we could do it. I'm down. You can't stay away from your kids for that many days. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> I'm not sure I can watch your kids for that many days. I had them this weekend. <laughs> I'm telling you. Too many late nights. Oh. Lebo actually said when I was in Colorado and his mom had them in the evenings, he didn't know what to do. He was like, I just, I, don't, I didn't know what to do. It was like too much. Anyway. So. Yeah, too much time. Anyways, where is the next Tim and Sarah business trip? Las Vegas. Vegas. I'll be there. I'll be leaving right after next week's live stream. Yep. So next week we'll live stream on Tuesday. I'll, I'll work Wednesday and yes. then head out mid-afternoon Wednesday to get to the airport. And you'll come out Friday. You'll have a shorter day on Friday. and come, You're going to fly out Friday. So there's yes. a out of Kansas City, there's a late flight, leaves at 9, gets in Las Vegas time at 10. Yep. <coughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah, we'll be leaving for that. And so, and then I'll be there. I'm going to the off rodeo for dealers <clears throat> Thursday. Yep. And then enjoying some, probably going to Hoover Dam, do some driving out, uh, check it out in that EV, EV6. My first time in Vegas. It's also Lebo's first time in Vegas. <clears throat> Super excited. <clears throat> Yeah. My first time at SEMA. Show you the sites. So Your we're going to enjoy Saturday, Sunday in Vegas, enjoying the sites and everything. And then Monday, we'll hit the SEMA show and head back Tuesday morning. Yep. 
So be back here by mid-afternoon for Halloween. Yes. There you go. That's our itinerary. Yeah. And then the weekend, <laughs> weekend after, I have my sister's baby shower that I'm planning. And this weekend is Will's birthday party. So I have a birthday party, <clears throat> couple of days, Vegas, couple of days, baby shower. Well, and then the week after this, we'll be back. Uh, <clears throat> and then the week after that, I'll be in Atlanta. That's right. Yep. Sunday through Wednesday yeah. of in November. I'm not <clears throat> planning anything for November, planning vendor events for December. But other than that, there you go. All right. Anything else? Well, Mark, come down the next weekend. <laughs> we'll have to see when your vehicle gets here and how fast Niles can get it through the aftermarket team. Because like he said, we have like, what, 74 in KC? I'm expecting like five truckloads to show up at once with all Mavericks. I mean, they could put like nine or ten of those Mavericks on the truck. Mm -hmm. Normally, there's six regular trucks, but they can fit nine yeah. Mavericks on those. <laughs> yeah. They, fit, they can fit like, I think it's like um five mavericks on the top four on the bottom or something they can fit nine on those big trucks whereas normally it's just like six f-150s or super duties but nine mavericks fit on there <laughs> yes so derek actually said the other day he's like did you look in the back of the bed of one of those super duties <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, maybe they just piled them in get them over to us all right so once they go down to old town <laughs> vegas it's better than the strip we actually are going to go down there. I'll take it down there one of those days. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, Can't remember what it's called. Fremont. Yes. Fremont. Fremont. That's what it's called. We'll go down there one day with them. I haven't yep. been down there in a long time. So I've been to Vegas a lot, about every year. In fact, right now, digital dealers going on. I normally would be there. But mm -hmm. because I'm going next week, I'm like, nah. So anyway. Plus, I don't know. I don't know if I'll learn anything. Figure you know, out. We'll find out what they're. Uh, every only, digital dealer, there's like a theme of. There's a bunch of sessions on yeah. this and that. And you know, right this now, will only be the second time that Levo has flown. I'll fly two times in one in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, second trip that he's flown. So this will be the third and fourth time he's flown. But that trip to North Carolina, I mean, we had four planes because we had a layover. So does that yeah. technically count as four flights? <laughs> yeah. So. Go at night for the night. For the no, I actually was like, Lebo, we'll get there at, at 10 o'clock. We'll be just in time for, you know, some evening activities. He's like, Sarah, that'll be midnight our time. <laughs> like, yeah, sounds like bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, by the time you land at 10 and get to the hotel, get checked in, it'll be close to 11, 10, 30, 11. So it's not a long trip from the airport to no. there, but because um, it's pretty close yeah. to the strip. But um, two hour flight. Yeah. Three hour flight. Three hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a direct flight. Yes. Direct flight. Don't have to worry about it. So, all right. But I don't know if I can. That'll be fine. Being cramped so. in the seat for three hours, legs can't stand it. Gotta extend my legs. Anyway, all right. Look, enough me, of that. My legs are short. Well, 
My legs are longer than my torso. That's where most of my height comes from. But I'm still short enough I can stretch out. Yeah. All right, folks. Benefits of being short. <laughs> it's almost 9.30. Thank you guys very much for watching tonight. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, check out the Rebel Rally. Yes. Um, it's pretty cool. And uh, it's just fun to kind of watch and see what they're doing. And, and you get to meet the, the teams and what all they're doing. And uh, there's a mother-daughter team. It's pretty cool. Um, so, Do you yeah. think mom would be able to navigate? No. <laughs> she, well, maybe. <laughs> I shouldn't say no because she said she might watch tonight. <laughs> she might watch it. Um, but I don't know about the... She probably did the drive. I don't know. You guys work it out. No, she I do. Probably could be the navigator. I think she could navigate. I actually joked about this. I'm like, why is this just a women's only event? I'm like, well, let's be honest. This the women are navigating for the guys when they go off road anyway. So <laughs> let them teach us and navigate us. So when we get lost, you guys can help us find our way. <laughs> I would like to see <coughs> a men's only race. <laughs> we <laughs> have the checkpoints. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does it compare to we women? Wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to hit the timing because we'd go too fast. You're like, what do you mean we're too early? So, no, what you do is you do the Rebel Rally, but you don't do any live coverage. And then you have the, the men either go the week before or the week after. Or like, Let's see how they do. See how they do. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right. I think that's it. Thank you guys very much for watching tonight. Uh, we'll see you guys back next week, unless you're one of our members, and we'll see you Friday or and Saturday yes. for our uh, videos for that. And if you're not a member, join if you want to see what that's all about. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, when we get more Mavericks show up, I'll probably do a video um, about what you know the dealership looks like, get a good idea of what those lot locks are that you get for that five dollars, um, you know, a month, and uh, plus the shout outs and everything else, and. Uh, the content we'll be doing some content in vegas too for members yeah um be kind of fun so and uh we it won't be you know what happens in vegas stays in vegas what happens in vegas will end up giving to our members as <laughs> content yes <laughs> so yeah we're not uh, we're not real rowdy we don't do anything crazy when i, I have a that. drink or two. i know when i go to vegas i don't do anything crazy a drink so, or two <laughs> anyway all right well thank you guys very much I uh, appreciate it. Uh, you guys had a great night tonight, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, don't forget to stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourselves. And we'll see you later. Bye.